Has anybody here used a Switch controller that, that works? What are you talking about? What do you mean? I'm just wondering like, if anyone has had the experience of having a Switch controller where the stick always works and the buttons always are responding. So what, what controller are you using? Um, I've used the Joy-Cons and then this other one that's called like Power A. Okay, uh, okay. Most and highest reviews. Stop there. Stop right there. Those Power A controllers... Yeah, they're bad, I found ...are out. horrendously bad. Yeah, they're bad. Uh, people are saying that 8-bit dough, 8-bit do, I don't even know how you're supposed no. to pronounce it. Eight bit dough? No, don't get that controller. They don't say get that, that one. one's pretty good. I don't know. I I, yeah. I did a big poll on the old uh, Twitters, and everybody was saying that's the good one. People on Twitter are also now going completely wild about the fact that weed prevents coronavirus infection. So I mean, like, who knows what's going on on Twitter? Jam with the console cowboys in cyberspace. This is episode 219 of Insert Credit, and finally, our console ranking special. We've threatened you with this good time, and this week we deliver. By the time this episode is completed, the panel of video game experts assembled here on this program will provide a definitive ranking of the 21 best video game consoles ever created. I'm Alex Jaffe, and I define a console as anything primarily designed to play video game software. Uh, I'm Frank Cifaldi, and uh, typically I will define a video game console uh, in, in a very similar way, something that is primarily designed to play video game software, but I will also uh, add that it, 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 a closed architecture um, is, is, is how I would differentiate that from a, from a computer. Uh, I'm Tim Rogers, and I would define a video game uh, console as uh, when a video game is, is uh, sad about something and oh, okay. you try to make it feel better. There you go. That's the joke that Brandon was going to make. Um, I, 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 I largely <laughs> agree joke. with Frank. Except I'll add, uh, I'll add that I define a video game console as the Sony PlayStation One, baby, <laughs> Super Nintendo, baby. And, and I, and I want to go back and say, uh, I said, I said typically because I'm going against my my own rules for the, in the show. So as uh, we'll see. Oh, excellent. Um, I'm Brandon Sheffield, and uh, it's too bad that I'm last because I don't have a whole lot to add to that. I mean, I guess I I will say also my modifier will be I'm not going to include. For example, the FM Towns Marty, because that's a consoleized computer. But mm-hmm. I'm mm. probably gonna break a similar rule in in my in my list as well. There's a weird little sliding line for what's a game console and what's not, and I guess we'll we'll get into it as we move along here. Uh, but of course, yeah, excellent. The, um, it's the it's the Wonder Swan is what we're all thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's the console. WS. We're going to find that out. Here's how this is going to go. Uh, We're going to go in the order in which we just announced our names, me excluded. Uh, Frank is going to draft a console for the list. We'll discuss it for about four minutes. Then Tim will draft his own console and we'll decide where it goes in the ranking as we've established it so far. Then Brandon will go through that cycle seven times. We'll have our list at the end. Excellent. If anyone wants to veto a console from the list, um, I'm giving each of you one veto. You may use it or you may not, as you wish. I'm going to say I'm not going to use the veto. 
I refuse to use a veto for this. Also, mm-hmm. I, I remember there was an email thread uh, that, or it was an attempted thread, I would call it, because it was just an email with one reply. That was like, are we, are we each going to pick seven? And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just going to come in here Whoa. and rely for once just on the nonsense in my head. I'm just going to rely on the nonsense. Whoa. And we're just going to, I'm going to wing this one. I'm sure Brandon has a whole bunch of three by five index cards over there. Yeah, I got my index <laughs> cards ready to go. With like Wonder Swan and Saturn written on there. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah, I got a plan. See, the reason I'm not going to use my veto is because I could not resist just like vetoing the PC Engine just <laughs> so that Brandon's uh, ongoing 20-year grudge against me uh, goes on for for eternity. Wait, what, how is it a grudge it. against you? I actually, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, there's some sort of grudge going on. There's some sort of grudge. There's some bad blood. Uh, between me and Brandon. What? Brandon no. killed my father, etc. I would just veto the PC engine just to make Brandon upset. Oh, okay. Is what I would do. Well, that I understand. That's why I won't do it. That's right. why I won't do it. That's all Fra- I'm saying. <laughs> Brandon, Frank, you may use yours if you want. Understood. Yeah, if Brandon vetoes the Super Nintendo, that that's going to be very upsetting. <laughs> it's within his I rights. Mean, I'm not going to. That's do the it. reason I brought up vetoing the PC Engine is so yeah. that Brandon could formulate his own plan against me. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to veto the the Super Famicom. It's got stuff on it. The Super Family Computer. There's Telnet games. On Frank, it. you're up first. Okay, so Frank is up first, and uh, again, going against my own rule of a video game console, I'm going to come out swinging mm-hmm. and nominate the Windows PC as the greatest gaming console what? of all <laughs> come time. Come on, okay, I will veto it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you actually vetoing the Windows PC, I mean, dude? that's not a, like, I don't know, maybe I won't, but... It's not a game console. Let's okay. discuss whether so, or not it's a game console. This is the longest lasting commercial mainstream game system by far. Games are That's true. infinitely moddable. If you uh, call it a game system. Community patches mean just, just about any game can run forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, even mm-hmm. if you have to work for it, you can get it to run. It is always, always the most high end console at any given time. Um, it's a system that is friendliest to indie developers. I would say, while it's not 100% open, it is the most open platform that has like an actual real market. I think it's the greatest game console of all time. I can get into direct X history if that helps okay. the case. I don't know. But like that, that's just that that's it. That's it. I think it's a game playing system, not a game. You console. Gotta love that direct X, though, dude. A game console primarily exists to play games and like a, a Windows PC is probably the best game playing system or best game playing device, but I don't think it's a game console. It's the thing that lives under my TV that I turn on to play games. It's maybe it's your game console, but like that's not its primary function by design. It is in my house, so shoot. (laughs) Steam big picture mode, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the truth. Sometimes you put Steam big picture mode on and it just messes up all your other display settings and you just kind of can't do anything else. And then at that point there really is no meaningful difference between your windows pc and a video game console so i had steam big picture mode just stuck on my tv it was beautiful i mean i guess i don't think that it is a particularly interesting entry to (laughs) to a best console list because it's like okay it can emulate everything so i guess it's the best one i didn't even mention that yeah there's a little bit of wishing for (laughs) infinite wishes going on over here Oh, well, now there is. That is not what I was saying. I would also, as the uh, as the proud owner of uh, a Windows PC that is uh, bigger than uh, 
anything else in my house, even my refrigerator, I would say that uh, emulation doesn't even enter the picture for me. Uh, I don't emulate anything on my Windows PC. I uh, because I can, but yeah. So I mean, I I'm just talking games I can play. You got Quake. You got a Unreal Tournament. I got vintage games. I got new games. You got that C port of Mario 64 that runs laps around anything that Nintendo's ever going to do. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's an Ocarina of Time one coming any day now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got Zelda Breath of the Wild running it. Okay, that's actually uh, not a that's port. Emulation. That's just that's, an, that's emulation. <laughs> yeah, uh, though still pretty chill. I think if anyone wants to start a grudge with me regarding best game consoles of all time, this was the way to do it. Yeah, uh, Brandon, no, you have good. 25 seconds to use your veto if you're going to do it. Man, I'm not going to do it, but I do think it invalidates the list. I've got spoilers for you. Uh, there are uh, at least two other, possibly three other computers on my list. Cool. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, well. And you're going to like Windows way better than these other ones. <laughs> that's probably I, the case. I don't know if that's true. That seems unlikely. It just sounds to me like Brandon's never owned a hot PC. I think that it's uh, against the spirit of best game console of all time as a list. Like, I think that's like, if we're making lists of consoles, I don't know. I I think the Spectrum is a game console, not Windows PC. Tim, you're up next. Interesting. I'm up next. Uh, Video game consoles that primarily just run the games and don't do nothing else. Um, I think I'm going to have to deal from the bottom of the deck here, and uh, I'm going to take out one that is not necessarily near what I would, off the top of my head, best game console of all time. Well, I'm going to say one that I would not call the best, though I'm going to pretend it's the best. It's all about the Nintendo Entertainment System, baby. I heard of that one. Yeah. Best video game console of all time. You got G.I. Joe. You got Codename Viper. You got Batman. You got uh, Vice Project Doom. Mm-hmm. You got Journey mm-hmm. to Silius. You've got uh, Acclaim's Total Recall. You've got uh, LJN's Friday the Thirteenth. Kickmaster. Don't forget Kickmaster, dude. Ki- mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Kickmaster. You mean all Kickmaster and Demon Sword mm-hmm. and uh, the excellent port of Legend of Kage, the Strider game that. Uh, uh, can we all just admit that the Strider game on the NES is really interesting and uh, deserves to be mentioned alongside the Sega Genesis uh, arcade port, at least uh, mm-hmm. every time we talk about Strider? Uh, there's, you've got Capcom, you've got Konami, all these game companies running on all cylinders. You've got weird stuff that not enough people talk about, like... Uh, I mean, we don't need to get into all the weird stuff. I, think that's I mean, it. I think I think Demon Sword and Kickmaster are a couple of good games. Power Blade, Power Blade Two. We can get really, really far without ever mentioning Mario or Mega Man. Yeah, we can get very far on the NES. Okay, Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy. You know, <laughs> Dragon Quest. Yeah, yeah. Without mentioning Dragon <laughs> Quest, Final Fantasy, Mario, Zelda, Metroid. I don't even really like the Metroid on the NES, to be honest. Uh, uh, though we can talk about that in some other day, I believe. Man. Yeah, the NES just had a whole lot of hits, and as I as I mentioned in my my review of Doom, uh, or not my review of Doom, my review of Pac-Man, when me and my brother wanted an NES because we'd played Super Mario Brothers, I finally mentioned Super Mario Brothers after saying we didn't need to mention it. After playing Super Mario Brothers for the first time, me and my brother asked my mom to get us a, a Nintendo for Christmas, and she did not, of course. Though we asked, and she was like, "You you guys already have an Atari." Right, and the only game we ever played on Atari was the horrible Pac-Man port. And I said, "Mom, 
Nintendo is the real video games. Mm-hmm. And I still believe that. Uh, Nintendo was the beginning of the real video games. Wouldn't have most of the good stuff mm-hmm. without probably the Nintendo. And it is kind of a case where it's like somebody could, like, devil's advocationally say, oh, maybe somebody else would have made a good video game console. I don't know, man. Maybe not. I don't know if anyone else would have been as cutthroat as Nintendo was to keep that that quality going, which I think yeah. we all yeah. know, you know all the good things that happened because of that. The Nintendo seal of approval, their dedication to making sure games had like good controls. They were like worried about that sort of stuff, like all the way back then. Whole lot happened on that console. I want to talk about the longevity of the hardware architecture itself, which is why I mm-hmm. nominate it way near the top, not because of its commercial software library. Um, so this is a system that not one year since its debut in '83 has gone by without there being commercial software written for this platform. Oh, incredible. It has become the hobbyist console at this point. Like that is just where homebrewers tinker. Like there are extremely advanced tools at this point uh, for making your own games very, very easily. Uh, It is a hardware architecture that was cloned very early. I think literally the 80s, like 89 or something in China. And in the sort of mid 90s in China, a lot of people don't know this, literally millions sold as computers that was like the computer in china oh. for for a few years and for families and yes <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that, exactly this this was going to be my my thing i was going to be like tim uh my only problem with this and you may not be aware of this you, you might not know this but in japan it is referred to as the family computer <laughs> and i don't want to have computers on this we list. already did a veto so you're done you're done. That was my joke. Yeah, that seal has been opened. But I do actually have to say to Frank, you've already wrongified yourself because Windows came out in 1985 and uh, the NES is two years older than that and has had a game out that every That is year. not what a Windows computer means. It means uh, essentially DirectX, Windows 95. Uh, well, I mean, you said Windows PC. That It doesn't mean DirectX. It means it's got Windows on it. So I remember several times in my life I have distinct memories of a man named Brandon Sheffield. Hey, that's me. Asking me what games for the NES are good. I've done it. Right? Like, it's this has happened several times. And I've given you the same list, like, every time. I got a bunch of those games. You you ended up getting some of them? Yeah, I got some of them. Like, I mean, off the top, I, I just read a bunch of them off the top of my head earlier. Though, since, uh, while Frank was talking, I remembered a, remembered a couple more. Such as Little Samson. Mm-hmm. Good God, that game. Yeah, that's a darn good game. And Shatterhand and Low G Man, which I also like. Yep. And uh, Golgo 13, The Mafat Conspiracy. I have all those, by the way. Golgo 13, Top Secret Episode, and Clash at Demon Head, or a couple more. Don't buy it, but Euphoria is amazing. Both of those G.I. Joe games, dude. Both G.I. Joe games. I yeah, those G.I.J.O. Anyway, we should, th- we've got a lot of systems to go through. Yeah, we so. got a lot to go through. Uh, is it better or worse than the Windows PC? I thought it was vetoed. No, no, no I didn't Windows do it. PC was not vetoed. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, crikey. Well, I think it is worse. Uh, I think it's better. <laughs> the end. Oh, 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 oh. Tim? oh no. <laughs> I've got to make the deciding vote here. <laughs> yeah, it's up to you. Uh, yeah, my it. two children. Well, it's a video game console, and the Windows PC is not really a video game console, even though, because, uh, I mean, I mostly use it to be frustrated and yell at myself. Me too. what I mostly use a Windows PC for. Um, so I would have to put it below it. I'm sorry. I below got to. Below it? Yeah, or I mean, above I would put the Windows PC below the NES. Yeah, all right, because that because I'm a dirt bag. That's fair to me. Uh, Brandon, what's your first draft pick? Oh man, I totally forgot I was even supposed to go. Uh, 
You say first draft pick. That doesn't mean we ha- we have to choose our, our favorite one right away, right? No, it doesn't. Okay, good. Uh, I'm going to choose Neo Geo Pocket. NGP. Mm. I think the Neo Geo Pocket is really cool. Um, Not the might- Neo Geo Pocket color? The Neo Geo Pocket, I'm including the suite. I'll say the Neo Geo Pocket okay. color because it it runs every Neo Geo Pocket. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the... Uh- that's the right answer. Except for one. That's what I would say. But um, yeah. I might even say the new Neo Geo Pocket Color, which is the slightly smaller hardware revision, um, had some nice colors. Neo Geo Pocket is unique among handhelds of the era in that really good fighting games, a unique look where, for whatever reason, it was capable of uh, displaying a lot of animation frames, but not enough colors. So it has this... It occupies a very strange space where it looks more like a modern indie game when you make it a game on there than a lot of other things do. It looks like a lot a modern indie game that is like trying to look like an NES game. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, and then not actually because right because it's doing a little too advanced stuff sometimes or whatever. And uh, it has the best D pad. It's it's a stick. The clicky stick is um the best directional controlling device on a handheld it's pretty good um yeah i mean i don't know it's, the, the clicky stick is pretty good but uh up against like a great d-pad it kind of sucks well i think for the experiences that they were going for on that platform it was which a, were fighting which games were fighting sort of games things. and uh metal slug i mean you could argue that a d-pad would be better for metal slug possibly yeah i mean i think it would but be for fighting games probably not i guess that makes sense I like that Neo Geo Pocket. I think it's good. I recently played, I believe, every single game ever released for the Neo Geo Pocket. There weren't that many of them. Somehow I've got them all over here, mystically. Mm-hmm. They're okay. <laughs> I mean, cool. they're, they're pretty good. They, they do feel kind of like a, a reasonable step above your Tiger Electronics handhelds. Rude. Uh, I would say <laughs> that Neo, Neo Geo Pocket games, they have... More of a unique vibe. They are more distinct from other games in terms of their presentation and control and what they do than most other handhelds, uh, except perhaps for the Wonderswan, because they had to be made a certain way within certain constraints, and they were designed around that controller, and so they wind up occupying their own space, and I think that's what makes it better or more interesting than other stuff because i don't know you got generic or you got different where are we ranking it right now it's at the bottom but um uh who knows about the future maybe i'll come up with some stuff that everybody likes worse does everyone else agree that it goes below the pc i agree that he's likely to come up with things that i like worse so uh yes it is but also it's the bottom so far okay i'd put it below the pc that's fair i i owned one once and i enjoyed it uh it was delicious it was a fun little item to own. A curio, one might call it. It's got SNK vs. Capcom Match of the Millennium. It's got Card Fighters Clash. It's got that weird Sonic game. Um, it's got... It's got Biomotor Unitron. It's got King of Fighters. Two King of Fighters. It's got Gals Fighter. It's got... Um, I like Gals Fighter. It's got a It's got a Fatal Fury game. I think the last F- Fatal Fury game that got made is on there, which is weird. I've just got to say that if, if Prison Bound and, and Packing a Backpack... I would I would probably go with something else. That's fair. That's 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 all I would say. Frank, how are you going to upset us this round? Oh boy. Um okay. Oh yeah, go wild. <laughs> go bonkers. So uh, there's like a I want a hobbyist old computer in here. 
which is sort of primarily, at least historically speaking, a game device. And uh, between the Spectrum and the Atari 800 and the C64, uh, I think I went for the Spectrum, which surprised even me. Um, hmm, the, the ZX. The ZX Spectrum, because this is something that was... And there's a theme here I noticed when I made this list. Maybe it's just my mood today. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for democratic video game systems, and this was absolutely one. This is one that was very, very cheap mm-hmm. at a time where no other computer was. It was just a thing that pretty much any family could afford. And um, it's cheap, and it was really fairly simple because it had its own basic built in to write games for so it was like the system that most kids owned that they also you know they used for more than just playing stuff they used it for making stuff uh and they pirated the heck out of games so like everyone had a really intensely large video game library and Mm -hmm. maybe i just kind of wish that i had had that instead of like the NES or whatever, I think that that would make me, well, I was going to say it'd make me a more interesting person, but God, those games are pretty terrible. But still, like the the feeling of, of sort of having like infinite possibilities in your house when it came to games, I think, you know, there's something kind of magical about that. And it, and it launched the entire UK game dev industry uh, for better or worse. Literally every video game developed in the UK to this day contains some reference you won't get unless you uh, you had a ZX Spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I will just say that I, I as, a, as a lifelong ZX spe- Spectrum fan, <laughs> grew up with um, one in me country home. Uh, <laughs> I just hate when Americans call it the ZX Spectrum. I just get so upset. Yeah, that's it's incorrect, everyone. Don't do that. Yeah, those Yanks, you know. Actually, I don't think I've ever had a conversation with uh, an American person outside of, you know, the video game uh, the video game podcast, Osphere, or whatever about the ZX Spectrum. I played a couple games on it. Uh, because Bennett Foddy uh, made fun of me once for having never played games on a ZX Spectrum because he said American people have played too many Japanese video games and not enough British video games. And uh, Debatable. I asked him to write me up a list, and uh, I'll be god darned if all them games didn't suck. <laughs> uh, like, uh, <laughs> some of them were so bad. I had a good time, though. I had a great time. I, I think the old ZX Spectrum is a, it's a computer that is full of mystery. To me, like, I look at the colors on that thing and I'm like, why is it like that? Even oh, it's when weird, it's explained yeah. to me and even understanding it basically, it's still like, why is it like that? <laughs> Which rules? Yeah, when it, whenever somebody explains the colors in the ZX Spectrum to me, I have to say, oi, Gov, are you having a laugh? Yeah, that's is right. what I have to ask them. And the answer is yes. Every single time. They are having a so, laugh. Like, what are, what are the killer apps on the Spectrum? Like, Binkies, Boncos, uh, <laughs> Mumby Winky. <laughs> Uh, honk honk uh, me bums a governor well, and then there's <laughs> like, like no! 12, 12 terrible ports of like Taito arcade games <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, there's like a weird street fighter on there but uh elevator the, mates there's all uh, <laughs> lift mates um <laughs> lift mates <laughs> lift. Uh, Sorry, it's li- like that aliens neoplasma game have you all seen that it's a new um it's like a 2019 fan game it looks it looks so cool it's like a weird port of alien 3 it just like looking at it is like i don't know it it feels it feels like some kind of weird magic making these 
the colors on these things. I love it. So in terms of ranking, right, I, th- I think for me, it, it comes down to an internal discussion of like, what do I care more about impact on the world? Or like, do I actually want to touch this thing right now? <laughs> so that's it, it's it's given me a it's a toss up for me if it's uh, below or above the Neo Geo Pocket Color for that reason. Yeah, it's a good question. And I'm I obviously agree that it is more important to the world than the Neo Geo Pocket Color. I'd rather play Neo Geo Pocket Color than than a ZX Spectrum. but that's not true of everybody. I think probably the ZX Spectrum is more interesting in certain ways, um, even by my own description of the Neo Geo Pocket being a thing that inspires a unique certain sort of thing, certain sort of software. Uh, ZX Spectrum does that even more, perhaps. Hmm. Tim, are you good with putting it above the Neo Geo? Well, shoot. So, Frank, you put it above the Neo Geo? I didn't put it anywhere. And I'm waffling. He was split. We're all waffling. Oh. So you're just waiting on everybody else? I don't have to. I could I could make a call if you want me to. Um, I would put it. Yeah, I put it above the Neo Geo Pocket Color. All right. Well, shoot. So now I got a. I've got the deciding vote. Then or wait, wait to. No, no, that's that's for two above. I'd probably put it above also. Yeah. Well, kill me, Jerry. Keep my vote secret. Keep it secret. (laughs) Keep it safe. Uh, (laughs) Tim, uh, you're up next. I'm up next. Uh, Well, somebody's got to do it. So I'm just gonna say. It's all about that Nintendo DS, Jerry. You play around with that Nintendo DS. Oh, nice. Yeah, that one I understand rules. it does run a whole bunch of productivity software. There is a a, a wine sommelier game on it. There is a that McDonald's uh, training thing just got just got dumped. That's nice. There's v- vision training. There's uh, the Louvre. There's brain training. There's the uh, recipes. There was like a a daily planner game. It's not a game. Uh, there was a whole lot of productivity software. Though let's let's try to just forget about that and talk about the games, Jerry. Uh, many of which were good. The Super Mario sixty four port it launched with. That's a oh, joke. That, that was terrible. <laughs> I thought it was good. Um, I liked it. Man, there's some great know, RPGs I'd... on there. There's a lot of just like weird stuff. The the Cooking Mama franchise couldn't really have gotten off the ground without that. Um, I I feel like at Rhythm Games, perfect platform for it. I would say of all of the game console form factors that we have lost over the years, the DS is the one that I lament the most because like when it first came out, I thought this is kind of a gimmick and in a way it was, but it was a gimmick that actually inspired creativity and inspired people to create types of games that they would not have been able to otherwise it was nintendo trying to fight uh, pc emulation or whatever right they just they wanted to give you make make sure you had a bad time if you tried to emulate it on yeah. a pc i'm not sure if that was the exact reason they uh, probably not they have succeeded to this day though man have you tried to play something like uh well i'm sure you probably have uh tim trying uh, oh yeah dragon I, quest I dragon it. quest 5 or something right like like trying to actually make yeah. that look nice it's like you can make one screen look nice and then have the other one shrunken down yeah. it's it's just, it's a headache. It's a nightmare. I don't like it. However, that console was good. It was. Man, so I loved the Dragon Quest four, five, six remakes for that, even though every time I mention that, somebody tells me that, like, one of them didn't have party chat in English, and I'm like, I didn't play it in English, so I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry I cannot comment on the English uh, version that was missing some of the translation. Uh, I really liked that, I think it's called Sands of Destruction in English, Sands of Destruction. Yeah. World Destruction, it was called in Japanese. I really liked that stupid game, man. Just a big, giant, weird, sprawling RPG. I liked the the Taito's Chronicles of Dungeon Maker uh, spinoff that they made for the DS. Everybody played the 
the one on PSP, of course. One of the most famous games of all time. That's a joke. PSP, I wouldn't put on this list. No offense to it. Though, uh, the, the, I really like the Chronicle of Dungeon Maker DS game. There's a lot of DS games that are way more obscure that, uh, uh, are just, are, are pretty great. I just, I was in Japan at that time, being able to strut into a soft map, like, a month after a bunch of games had come out, and just buy them for, like, five bucks new, because people were just, uh, it was shovelware, but they didn't even know it. You know what I mean? It was like people were making games and they didn't know that it was destined for the bargain bin. They were just swinging for the fences. Yeah. And there were fences everywhere. It was it was the last last gasp of the kind of PlayStation 2 era. We could make something kind of. Uh, yeah. Like, so Devil Survivor is a Shin Megami uh-huh. Tensei game on there that I am particularly enamored Love Devil of. Survivor. Gave me a lot of influences for later. But. I think most importantly to me about the DS is I will still sometimes have an idea for a video game and then I'll be like, oh, wait, that's for the DS. You can't you can't make that because it needs to be on the DS, this idea. Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journeys on there. Uh, Etrian Odyssey games got started on there. I still maintain that those Zelda games that were on the DS were fantastic. The ones where you're just drawing paths and you take notes on the bottom screen, little things like that. It was just a wonderful system with a million, billion, trillion weird little video games on it. Yep. It was a beautiful thing. It's like the the first and last time that something actually interesting happened with game hardware that was fully embraced. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, totally. the, the Wii, yeah, that happened, but I, I wouldn't say it was nearly as embraced as the features in the DS. And I, I don't know that's ever going to happen again. It's like the last gasp of not being standardized in terms of controlling video games. So where does this go? Middle of the list? My vote is for the top. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Let's go ahead and be weird and put it above the NES. I'm good with that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Too. I mean, there's. I could. I could talk in a lot more detail about the the Nintendo DS, but you know, I don't think anybody would be interested in hearing like a a top twenty DS games list. Probably that would oh, be no. We could be do that later. That. that was a joke, man. <laughs> so Tim, 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 I'm gonna need you to start getting weirder because you're taking yeah. all the systems that I feel I could actually speak to. Oh well, shoot. <laughs> no, I okay. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Please don't keep putting those on there. So then, uh, then I don't have to. Yeah, force us into a corner. Uh, Brandon, speaking of which. I just took the DS off of my list of things to recommend, so please, well, I, please I'm continue. I'm just holding out so that I can uh, announce my number one. All I really care about is my number one, so. Okay. Brandon? I recently come to a decision. Me? Ooh, that's interesting. Okay, man, it's it's tough because of various reasons. Tim just said uh, he wouldn't put the PSP on this list. I was about to put the PSP on this list. Um, <laughs> Do it! No, he also said he's not going to veto. So yeah, yeah, he also said he's not going to veto. I'm going to think about it. I also really like the PSP. So I mean, I mean, whatever. So I just have a, I have a reason that I wouldn't put it on the list that I could talk about. Man, Uh, I just, I just can't, I can't decide what to put next here. How many do I have left? I got six left. You got six left. God, we're gonna have to speed this up, boys. Here we go. Yeah. (laughs) Heck. Okay. I am. In that case, I am going to do the PSP. Why not? Yeah. Okay. So uh, here's why I say the PSP. I say the PSP because it was the best console for being on the train and playing a, like a long sit down RPG kind of thing or mm-hmm. playing fighting games of the modern era on a handheld platform. It feels like the Switch without docking ability in yeah. the way that it was. And uh, they tried to do that PSP minis thing. Didn't really work out, but they gave it a shot. 
They sure did. Especially with RPGs and uh, like you got your you got your Brave story, you got Jean d'Arc, you got mm-hmm. You've got Tenshin Amon, you've got uh, Monster Kingdom Jewel Summoner, you've got the Chronicle of Dungeon Maker, Chronicle of Dungeon Maker 2, you've got the excellent Hudson-developed, uh, beautiful minimalist uh, one-on-one-ish, first-person shooter-ish, third-person shooter maze uh, navigation game, Rengoku and Rengoku 2. Yep. I could go on. Uh, probably nobody's interested in hearing uh Top twenty, <laughs> top 20 uh, PSP, PSP games. Yeah, uh, probably, probably nobody. Yeah, probably and then nobody. Uh, I know. don't. Uh, I don't like Monster Hunter personally at uh-huh. all. But uh, there's no denying it had an influence, and it was on there. And the PSP, god darn, eighty five million something units sold mm-hmm. that thing. It it's like I uh, part of why I want to put this on this put it on this list is because I feel like it is. Uh, bizarrely under discussed for how popular it was um and then the cataclysmic fall from there to the vita where you only sold about five million units can i just say yeah. i think the vita vita kind of sucks i wish it didn't i w- i honestly i yeah i would love nothing more than for the vita to not suck i still to this day get people asking when my video game is getting ported to vita or whatever which just drives me completely yeah. bonkers it's now impossible because it's like man that was five years ago. Uh, the Vita's dead, man. Uh, though, enough about that. I was working at Sony Computer Entertainment uh, Japan at the time. PSP was uh, was out and wild, and it had that Ridge Racers on it. That Ridge Racer game is... Yeah. I never thought it would be fun at all to play a portable uh, racing game, and then there it was. I am a person of uh, uh, somewhat difficult optometric uh, situations, so it's dif- it has always been very difficult for me to play portable games. Though the PSP was was the first portable game console that was bright enough and big enough of a screen for me to just kind of be able to very comfortably see the the games being played on it. The DS Lite was uh, the second one that was comfortable enough for me to... The original DS, not so much. So I, I liked it for that. I did not like that the PSP's audio volume was like so low. Like you couldn't turn it... You could not really use it as a music device. Though you could you could uh, run emulators on it, uh, which I know is outside the scope of this discussion. Uh, it was uh, being pitched internally by Sony as a uh, you know the next Walkman. It was like their big chance to to just kind of really redefine the world. And then you know the, uh, the the iPod and the iPhone happened in in short order and kind of uh, kind of left the PlayStation in the dust. It had it required the memory sticks. Uh, That's my big complaint: is the memory stick. The memory stick, man. If if the Vita would have used SD cards, man, mm-hmm. ah, the PSP is just it's it's frustrating to think about because it 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 opens the door to just all of these sad ruminations on how stuff generally in the world could have been better. Yeah, and uh, though there are so many games on the PSP, I love. I just maintain to this day, Chronicle of Dungeon Maker, one of my favorite games of all time. Just uh, absolutely, you've played that one, right, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely gorgeous video game. Uh, just one of my favorites. And it's just, there's there's all sorts of stuff. Man, god darn it, PSP was cool. Yeah, also, I think I think we can all agree that uh, UMDs are hilarious. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was another problem, man. Those stupid UMDs. Loading times were so long on, like, everything. It was a real shame about that. Those stupid, stupid discs. Where man. does it go on our list? Mm. Uh, definitely, I'd put it below the NES. Yeah. Because it don't got no Kickmaster on it. That's about, I'd, I'd put it about there myself. Above the PC? I'd put it below the PC. I'd put it above the PC. 
Yeah, I put it below the PC because it don't got Quake on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. All right. But above the It's probably homebrew Quake, but... I forgot to mention this, though. The reason we put the Nintendo DS over the NES is because uh, Legend of Kage 2 by Taito was better than Legend of Kage 1. Uh, it just was. It's a good Game's reason. brilliant. Very underrated video game. Legend of Kage 2, everybody. Get on it. All right. Five draft rounds remain. Frank, you're up. Uh, all right. Um... It's going to have to do it, man. The PS2. It's got them. Oh! Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew I wouldn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, PS2, baby. I got to start claiming uh, systems on the board before they go and stop going from for the, the Frank stuff. Um, mm-hmm. PS2 is hilarious. I love the PS2. It's got the Grand Theft Autos. It's got the Metal Gears. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think... Triple A game design pretty much started and stopped here, and that's not a complaint. But I think stopped. Mm-hmm. I think you uh-huh. mean stopped evolving or what? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think everything's been incremental since then. Like, I think this is the last okay. big leap in uh, what triple A games uh, are and how they're defined. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I don't think that's a complaint. I think it's it's it, it's just uh, a way of explaining how important and great this system was a lot of weird games there right i mean ps2 is it's very it's a very insert credity system because it's got a lot of weird games it's got a lot of trash it's got a lot of high-end stuff it's got a lot of high concept stuff Um, oh yeah i was recently thinking to myself about the psp i mean the ps2 sorry because of this list and thinking that i think i actually rate the ps2 much lower than i used to simply because i keep going back and trying to play PS2 games. And I find because they're in that spot where they're like many of the games did figure out how to evolve into something more modern, the lack of modernity in a lot of the games in certain areas is feels more glaring than in the era like PS1 Saturn, where they were very clearly trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I find, for example, playing RPGs on the PS2 to often be a an incredibly slow experience not just from a design standpoint but just like waiting for animations to complete or or waiting for loading or like i don't know try to play arc the lad for ps2 in the modern era it's it's slow and plotting so it's it's a weird one for me because obviously the ps2 is great and it's got a lot of super amazing nonsense on it but whenever i try to play some of that nonsense i'm like ah man this could be so much better and it's so clear how it could or should be not that they would have had the time to do it. It's just, I feel like mm-hmm. it being so close to the modern era, it's hard to not look at it that way for me. But I really like it. That's just all my thoughts. So what the answer you're looking for, Brandon, is uh, get owned. <laughs> you got to play, be- play better stuff on the PS2. No, thanks. There's so much good stuff. Uh, there's so much good stuff that is- good stuff's uh, boring. That is unequaled, unrivaled, and also, I mean, just stuff that people didn't didn't look for. I'm trying to think of stuff that is not, that didn't, like, have a, a version for the GameCube and the Xbox or whatever all at the same time. Just, like, true PS2 original games. Well, I mean, we're both, uh, we're both students of Raw Danger, I'd say. Raw Danger is the cream of the top. Uh, you've got Bumpy Trot, uh, Ponkotsu Roman Dai Katsugeki Bumpy Trot. Oh, I'm sorry. I think you all might know it as Steambot Chronicles. Uh, you've got that game. You've got Gradius Five, dude. That's a joke. Gradius Five blows. I do not like Gradius Five. It's I think it's one of tr- one of Treasure's worst games of all time. And Thunder Force Six is also not very good. Uh, Contra Shattered Soldiers, all right. Uh, Neo Contra, heck, a good 
well, wait, have you heard of a game called Silent Hill 2? Have you heard of a game called Silent Hill 3? Yeah, um, I've heard of those. R-Type Final. R-Type Final is quite legit. Any game with a gear shift button, Jerry. Weird old Dragon Dragoon. Yeah, Dragon Dragoon, Dragon Dragoon 2. Dragon Dragoon. I love dragging that Dragoon on. Dragon Dragoon. You got your Tokimeki Memorial 3 I do on there, which is not very good. It's not a good one. I'm sorry. What, are the, what, what games debuted on the uh, PlayStation 2 that uh, were quite important? Uh, I can't think of any. That's a joke. Uh, there was Persona 4. My favorite 3D fighting game of all time, Garuda and Brick King of Low, Fighters Maximum Twist. Impact 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. King of Fighters Maximum Impact 2. Uh, nice. Uh, Break Blow, Fist or Twist. You um, know it. Uh, there was Berserk, Millennium Falcon Hen, Seima Senki No Show. Uh, and who can forget that one, right? Yeah. One, of the, one of the best action games of all time. I've got a stack of PS2 games on top of my TV. However, I promise you I'm not reading their names because me no see so good. I, I can't actually <laughs> see that far. So I cannot actually read them. And also, they're in Japanese. I don't read this chicken scratch. That's a we joke. I do. We can spend the rest of the show talking about the PS2, but I think now's a good time to rank it and move on. Grand Ooh. Theft Auto 3, dude. We, we should just let people know that we did a whole episode about it. Absolutely. In case they you don't can. know. We did the best PS2 games of all It'll time. It'll be in the show notes. It's got Bujin Guy on it, man. Bujin Guy. Anyway, uh, my vote is for it being number two. <laughs> hmm. After all that stuff I said. Uh, number two under which console? Under Nintendo DS. Wow. Ooh, the Nintendudes? Me gonna go ahead and say, no, PS2's gotta be up on top, dude. It's gotta be Matrix Path of Neo. Come on. Frank, you're the deciding vote. My vote was either number one or number four based on the list. Huh. So um, Ooh, what, what is the splitting the difference here? <laughs> um, it's either above or below the Nintendo DS. Yep. Oh, I'm fine with it being above the NES. So, uh, I'm going to put it number one. Number one? Yeah! Okay. Heck. It's got raw danger on it, dude. Something That's tells it. me that it's going to stay there. That's possible. Yeah. Well, well, at the end of the won't. show, we can re-rank. So. That's true. Yeah, I don't think we will. <laughs> Tim, you're up next. Oh, it's time for me, hey. Uh, this is my uh, contribution number three. Is that true? Correct. Okay, well, let's see. What video game consoles do I like? See, this is this is turning out to be some sort of a Jack 2 problem. That uh, the Remember how we didn't have Jack 2 on the PlayStation 2 list? Even though, yes. in my opinion, it's the best PlayStation 2 game of all time. And it's just hilarious that it wasn't mentioned. Like, are we just all sitting here just expecting someone else to mention the Dreamcast? Is that what's going on yeah, here? Yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> it may or may not be what's going on. Yeah, like, like, what the heck? I don't know, bro. I can't really think of too many video game consoles that I would, I would foist upon this discussion. Well, we got seven. You got to think of seven of them. Well, well, yeah, this is what I'm saying. I, I can't really think of too many consoles that, that I don't think somebody else is going to mention. Though if Frank is trying to be some sort of contrarian with this. I'm not being a contrarian. I, I, You're I, not? I'm, I'm well, leaning I mean, you did just mention PS2. Right, exactly. And I'm, and I'm leaning toward historical importance, not like game library so i mean so we've got a whole bunch of cool video game consoles coming out love those yeah we're a couple of consoles that are definitely going to come up on this show might as well pop a couple of them out there frank said ps2 which i was going to say so i'll just go ahead and say super nintendo man whatever Let's you do all it. play that thing i love this consoles nintendo. bonkers this is the one brandon's going to veto super family computer no i'm not going to the Super Family Computer was brilliant. <laughs> it's got Nihon Telnet games on it. It's got Hudson games on it. It's got a whole bunch it. of them. Uh, yeah, it's got yeah. Hudso. 
one of the it's got more maybe the fourth best uh adventure island game is on there mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it doesn't have a whole lot of shooters uh that's maybe my only complaint with that that's console. because don't like the madden the was uh was too slow uh, it didn't yeah. run as fast as the genesis one that's not true i don't think that's true that's just what all the kids at school said. didn't have the blast processing yeah right. yeah it's got it's got definitely the worst the absolute worst version of tokimeki memorial that uh nobody should play and it's not a good substitute for playing uh any of the better versions so don't play it uh people keep asking me what i think of the fan translation in progress just don't play it. that's it's the it's the trash can version i'm sorry uh what what else can i say it's got the best versions of dragon quest uh, one two and three it's got uh I, I still the best you know what i've come all the way around still the best version of dragon quest five excellent huh. version of dragon uh, dragon quest six it's got chrono trigger final fantasy uh four five and six uh it's got uh a whole lot of really hot, sweet games. It's got, you know what? It's got the best Zelda game on it, too. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. That's the best Zelda. Zelda hmm. 3, A Link to the Past. It's It just is. It's Stop got there. Psycho Dream. It's got Brain Lord. It's got uh, the only, uh, it's got the best 2D Metroid on it. I said it. I think it's better than Metroid Fusion. I'm mm. sorry. Oh, uh, I, I sometimes say I think Metroid Fusion is better than Super Metroid. Uh, I don't know. After playing Metroid Dread, I no longer think Metroid Fusion is better than Super Metroid. Uh, I don't know what that means. You know what? That's fair. I get I, it. I have no idea what that means. No, 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 no. I, I get that. Wait, what do you mean? You get it? Yeah, yeah I okay, get it. Good. I mean, uh, Metroid Dread kind of points out uh, in being closer to Fusion than it is to Super Metroid, what the difference is between those two games and kind of th- throws into sharp contrast what Super Metroid had going for it. Uh, I think the uh, Super Nintendo does. Well, we can subtract a point because it does have a, a, a Castlevania that's not good on it, uh, which is Castlevania Super Castlevania. I cannot 4. believe mm. that people like that game. It's it's so weird. <laughs> like when I I mentioned not liking it on a stream, and I got like emails from people being like, "How can you? Uh, you I, you've said some elitist things in the past. How can you say this?" And I was like, "Man, are you really gonna stand up?" for super castlevania 4 it's okay i don't know it's it's kind of a baby's toy of a video game yeah what were you gonna say about it frank <laughs> baby's toy of a video game is a really good description <laughs> of it i mean it's 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 as if they did a four on the nes and their hearts just weren't in it except that there's more colors and some mode seven stuff it's just mm. not very good it's it's the mega man four of 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 the castlevanias there we go Ooh, harsh oh crike Castlevania's two and three stepped it up, you know? They added some flavor and some some new stuff. Below the NES? Uh, I just want to clarify my position on the Super Nintendo because people, people think I don't like it. I do like it. I think it's really neat. It's an interesting console. It has a good bonk on it. Here's where <laughs> I've sort of been coming from. I do feel like there are a lot of games on there that use uh, Super Nintendo's unique properties such as transparency and... Uh, rotation and um, the ability to play samples in very lazy ways. Mm-hmm. And those games are not very interesting. And yeah. because it was so easy to do that stuff, some people got away with doing less and having it seem like more. On the other hand, there are some games that use all that stuff in such innovative and interesting ways that still make it seem kind of impossible and just make it look like it's the next generation of video games in 2D already. Um, and I find that incredibly impressive. Also, b- b- 
being not very good at utilizing the sound hardware invented the entire musical genre of grime. Grime the hip-hop genre? Uh, grime the, the sort of British... It, maybe you don't know, it's heavily understood among grime fans that uh, the first grime song was the boss theme in Wolverine Adamantium Rage. Yes. Cool game. No, it is not. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> that's that's weird because the Genesis version of that game has like literal actual doom metal. Oh, completely different soundtrack, and it's and it's someone it's totally who, different. Totally different. Who did not really understand how to like effectively use a system, and is like, okay, I can do within the sixty-four kilobytes or whatever. I can have eight samples. So I'll just repeat them a lot, and it just created a bad genre of music. And then on the oh, I like that genre of music. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you got that goddamn uh, Waterworld soundtrack, which is like absolutely masterful use of <laughs> yeah the sampling and stuff like that. That that thing is like that's just music. It's just straight up. That's music is what is playing on that one. So I I, I just want to say that uh, we did do an episode ranking Super Nintendo games before. Mm-hmm. Since then, I have played. I play a lot of Super Nintendo games. I play a lot of Super Nintendo games over here at my house on my analog super nt with the super fx pack pro plugged into it i've got uh, a whole lot of games games like robo trek act razor 2 uh, I've, I've got uh, i've been playing a lot of games that i had sort of overlooked or never really played too much of there are so many games still i'm finding on the super nintendo heck bunch of games on there i mean i, I went through and played most of angelique recently the original angelique mm-hmm. game um, I've just went back and have played so much stuff. You ever play Hagane? I played Hagane. The game's incredible. Yeah. Weird. Weird, uh, sort of ugly, beautiful game. We-, we should do that list again in a year. Give me a year and I will actually get my flash cart set up and I'll properly play all the weirdo games I've been wanting to play on there. I like that. Like, I, I love the, the whole Goemon series is on there. I'm going to say, like, Based on like what I've experienced on the Super Nintendo in the last year, I, I used to always say best game console of all time, dude. And I don't really know if I believe that anymore, though. I I do think it's better than the PS2. Hmm. I think there's just some bonkers stuff on there that I'm still finding. What do the rest of you feel like? Mm, uh, for, for me, it's number three on this list that we currently have going. Okay, I was thinking number two. So I think that slots nicely. And uh, yeah, that- the reason being is that I'm also kind of thinking of these just from a, a tech perspective, too. I'm trying to just go a little bit beyond like the game library. And, and, and I'm with Brandon on this in, in that I think that the, the hardware specs for the system are like the mode seven thing is kind of interesting, but it does lead to, I agree, some sort of copy paste laziness. I think the worst offender of that is the Game Boy Advance. And if anyone brings that one up, I'm going to I'm going to own you. <laughs> oh. oh man game boy advance is pretty good though dude yeah, so we're GBA. putting you putting it under the ps2 i don't i mean that's, go for that's it that's where it is brandon you clearly haven't played uh going on two recently but it's I okay. the first one <laughs> the second one dude it's all about the third one dude the fourth one also is they're all on the Super Nintendo. Jeffy, how many, how many do I have left? Do I have... Uh, uh, this is your third of seven. Oh, my this God. my third of seven. <laughs> Free of seven. I got four left after this one. Yeah. You crack open a hot one, I guess Jerry. Gonna, I guess this is going to be a long episode. Sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, man. Crack open a cold one, bro. <laughs> Shall I? Shall I crack open? I, I'm not I'm sure. I'm literally out, by the way. My list is done. I'm improvising at this point. <laughs> like I, oh, really? My, oh, my list of oh. seven is complete. So... 
Okay, well, that's Great. good news. Congratulations. Because <laughs> then- um, I'll feed you a couple if you, if you need one. Yeah, Frank, let me, let me slip you a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm a little worried about w- whether my choices will get in here. Um, and so I'm not sure whether to do a weird one or a different kind of weird one. Shoot. Dare I do the Neo Geo? <laughs> the Neo uh, Geo home console. You could if you want. I don't want to veto the Neo Geo, but uh, you know what? I think actually I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back because I love the Neo Geo. I think all that stuff on there is cool, but it's all emulated and stuff. I mean, and it's been re-released on everything. Actually, that let take an emulation out of it. It's it's been gutted out, so maybe I won't do that. Heck, I guess I gotta choose one of the real ones on my list god darn it i was hoping somebody else would do it um choose I'll, a real one jerry i'll put the saturn on here i mean i might, oh! I, I might as well be the guy nice. Bingo! i mean i love the version of tokimeki memorial y'all, y'all know i love the saturn it's a it's a mess it's um it's, oh, a, it's a nightmare you like the one of the reasons why i love video games on the saturn as messed up as they often are is because I know how much, how hard they had to try <laughs> just to oh, get yeah. stuff going on there. And when someone makes something good with it, it's like, wow, you really tried extremely hard. You really, you can see the work in a Saturn game. Everything's, all the 3D stuff is like tilted, weird, skewed sprites and stuff. Like, I don't know, man. It's You can do transparency back to the background layer, but you can't do it on top of another thing. And it, it uh-huh. there's... It's a nonsense platform that was originally, of course, designed to be a great 2D system, which it was in some ways, but they didn't have very complicated transparency stuff going on. But it's, you know, it's got wild rotation and scaling and a number of sprites that it can display and uh, a lot of RAM for the time. And that's why you had arcade perfect ports of all the Street Fighters and all the fighting games were good on there. A lot of good shooters. Panzer Dragoon, Panzer Dragoon Saga, Panzer Dragoon Svi. Uh, mm-hmm. You had uh, Sonic R, which I love. I love Sonic R. Game's stupid as heck. Big fan of that game. You ever play Sonic R on your retro tank 5X? I never did. Because I do. Anyway, the Saturn is like, that was a place of experimentation and difficulty where people figured out a lot of stuff, didn't figure out a lot of stuff, but really tried a lot of things. Like that, as I've mentioned this before, but I believe the first 3D, fully 3D RTS is on the Saturn called Pup Breeder. Can't find an earlier one. It's not very good, but I believe it is the first one. It's wild stuff. Like, there's other ones with 3D backgrounds or 3D characters, but not both. But this one, you know, it's everything. It's got a HUD, a little mini-map. It's got the objectives. Um, uh-huh. Send your troops off to do something. It doesn't matter. Saturn, it's got Dark Savior. It's got Dark Saber. Yeah. Dark Saber, uh, I believe, is the way the katakana is supposed to be pronounced. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make any sense. Kind of like Steel Princess on the Nintendo DS. Dark Savior is one of the most beautiful and interesting, meticulously strange video games ever made. It's got Daytona. It's got all those blue skies and game stuff. It's just a. Uh, it's got all the all the Sega ports of for the arcade games. Best 3D Sonic game on it. That's a joke about how there's uh, Sonic R isn't really a Sonic game, uh, and also all of the 3D Sonic games kind of suck. It's my joke about that. I get it. It's got Shining Force three. Yeah. Uh, yes, mom. I've played all three parts. Has anybody else on this show played all three parts? I haven't. Did you play premium disc as well? Oh, I played all the discs. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so sounds like I win when it, as regards to Sega Saturn. <laughs> uh, Panzer Dragoon's Vi, uh, one of the top 10 best video games ever made. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I've come around on Panzer Dragoon Saga yeah. and definitively put it underneath uh, Panzer Dragoon Spy. So that's fun in case anybody needed to know. I like Saga a lot myself. I like it a lot. Really cool game. Uh, though the broken nonsense kind of outweighs the it 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 kind of clusterfies the the cool stuff. The Sega Saturn is neat. There's a whole lot of uh, there's a whole got knights on there. They got the 3D analog pad. Yeah, knights is a good, weird, good, weird game. But how neat is it? Where does it go on the list? I gotta put it under the Super Nintendo, dude. It can't go above the Super Nintendo. Ah, yeah, to me, to me, it's number below. one, but I know it's not going to really. Be wow, to me, it's below Windows. Yeah, really no. interesting, Windows. but it's still sort of niche, and 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 most of the ideas didn't really go anywhere, although they are kind of neat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Frank, you know, I privilege interesting over almost anything else when it comes mm-hmm. to these. So that's that. I'm just explaining that's why it's number and one. And I think there's me. more interesting games on uh, number one through five on the list right now. Uh, on average than on Saturn. And that's only because of how limited the library was, I'm sure. It's not that it seems limited. like the average between these opinions is between the NES and the DS. There's like 12. Yeah, Brandon, it sounds like you never played uh, Wolf Team's Neugier for the Super Famicom. I actually didn't play Neugier. Oh, you should play the game owns. Dude. I played Psychic I love, love, I can't love put the Saturn cool. above the NES. Come on. Oh, man, I can. Uh, uh, NES has. Is, is there a game called Kickmaster on the Sega Saturn? Not that I know. Can of. we just check? I don't think there is either. Right. So let's put it below the NES, but above the PC. The Nintendo Entertainment System. I'll just grumble silent. It's time for round four. Frank, you're up. I quite... okay. Um, should I do the the oddball one or the obvious? Do the odd obvious one. Do them both. Two at once. Again, I was going for like historically interesting and and uh, democratic and inspirational. And uh, I had the Apple II on here, but I don't know that I can really back that up. So I'm going to throw that away. Is that the one with number monsters? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. In fact, uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw that away and just uh, throw the obvious Sega Genesis on here. Nice. Ooh, Sega Genesis. Okay, nice. so can, uh, actually, uh, nice. I believe it's called the Mega uh, the, Drive. The Mega Drive, right. Excuse me. Um, yeah, because it's called that in more territories than the Genesis. The Mega Genesis. Who came up with the name Sega Genesis? What? what that's all. Oh, such that was a, me. Such Sorry. a stupid name. You shouldn't have done well, that's it. That's that marketing. That. It's probably that uh, Al Nilsson. You shouldn't guy have, Would be my Brandon. Guess. You shouldn't have come up with that name. He's now been shot and punched through a I'm dead. glass window. I mean, it's got all them interesting games, of course, but it's uh-huh. also yes. you know it, Ranger it, X. It created it, it. It stopped the monopoly of Nintendo. Which I think we can mm-hmm. all, the all be thankful yeah. for in America. In anyway. America, in Japan, PC Engine was doing PC that. Engine, of course. Yeah, I don't know. It it still feels like the punk system of that time to me, even though clearly that would be the the Turbo Graphics. Um, but it, mm-hmm. oh, no, yeah. I th- I think I would say it's more of the punk system, even though it, even though I agree, it probably isn't. I think it actually. It is. just feels like <laughs> it. I don't know. <laughs> if that makes sense. It had Dune, the Battle for Arrakis. It had uh, the Good Maddens. It had the uh, Naughty Dogs rings of but power. But everything just felt a little grungier than Super Nintendo, you know? Like yep. Buck Rogers, Countdown to Doomsday, put yeah. that alongside Chrono Trigger. Beautiful game, by the way, Buck Rogers, Countdown to Doomsday. Y- y'all ever play that a little one? A bit. It's a port of a PC game, but uh, the Genesis version has a whole lot of really interesting stuff in it. So that's a cool one. I agree with you, Frank, that it's it, everything feels grimier and grungier and... To go along with what I was saying about the Saturn, it really felt like when people got the Genesis to do cool stuff that they were wizards or something. Mm-hmm. Like that that Batman and Robin, Adventures of Batman and Robin game. I've, I've seen, oh, I've yes. read, I mean, listened to the breakdown from uh, 
John, what's his name of TT Games? Yeah. Uh, John, what's his last name? I don't name? know, but uh, that's a... John Big John Boy. Burton. John Burton. You know what? I, I, that's um, my recommendation this week. I can write that down. Okay, getting, anyway, go on. Oh, man, I love watching those videos from that guy. They're so fun. He's broken down how all of those techniques in that game were not actually that complex. For him. <laughs> For him. But I think that um, what's interesting about that is less that he's like, this is easy to do. It's more that like it's inspirational in that you could probably do this. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. If the NES is the homebrew platform of now, I think the the Genesis is like the punk version of that because there are also a lot of games getting made for Genesis right now on uh, emerging, improving tools and people are making weird stuff on there and it's really cool. I love that Genesis. And when you can get the sound chip to sound good, I... The sound chip was born sounding good, well, Jerry. Well, it was born sounding good, but then... Uh, so you're familiar with the gems? <laughs> then gems took over. <laughs> gems is the sound driver that Sega would provide to developers, and any any game that sounds like farts is using gems. Love it. But there are some good gems There's games. There's some good gems games, for sure, yeah. but also, Brandon, you might be uh, pleased to know that the author of gems uh, is an employee at Other Ocean. Ooh. Oh, really? Bert Schroeder. Incredible. Oh, man, I... I gotta come over there and have a conversation because yeah. uh, that's that's pretty fun. Yeah. Bird is great. We get we we both have to like hang out with Bird and ask him about making 3DO games. Yeah, let's do it. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, Sega Genesis has Contra Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best Contra. Castlevania Bloodlines. Castlevania Bloodlines, the yeah. best Castlevania. I just said it out loud. Uh, somebody else uh, might want to try saying it some other time. It's got <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog one, two, three, and, and Sonic and Knuckles. The best Sonic game is Sonic and Knuckles. Correct. Mm. Even though Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is the best Genesis game. Doesn't make sense, <laughs> I know. Um, it's Confusing. It's got Ristar, totally the best game alongside Vector Man. Ristar rules. Oh man, Vector Man rules. Vector Man 2 rules. Uh, Comic Zone? Nah, it, that's no. not it, mate. No. Um, it's got Fantasy Star uh, 2, 3, and 4, uh, two of which suck, three of which are very interesting, and one of which is Legitimately great role-playing mm-hmm. game. Sword of Vermilion, weird RPG. Uh, I like Sword of Vermilion. Uh, I recently got into that game. It's got Shinobi 3, dude. Yep. Streets of Rage 2, Streets of Rage 3. Heck yeah. Streets of Rage 3, the best Streets of Rage game. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe the best beat-em-up of all time. Mm-hmm. It's just got a whole lot of tasty ones on there. And I bust out my Genesis all the time. And, and it also has, um, in my opinion, the best... A uh, homebrew for old game console game of the last it sure 10 years, Xeno Crisis. So, well, uh, this is it. We're settling it. Is it better than the SNES? <laughs> <laughs> I still put it below the NES. Honestly, this top four is still feeling I, right to me. Oh, crike, mate! I'd pu- I'd put it back up at number one again, but that's <laughs> this time it's different. It's less because of interestingness and more because it's like when I think about the platonic ideal of I would like to play a video game. My, I immediately go to let's slap something in the Sega Genesis for me. I, I acknowledge that that's not right. I'm rational. just going to say, Brandon, you got to come over here sometime and uh, check out my 77 inch OLED with my analog mega SG and a, a nice flash cartridge. And uh, those, I've got the 8 bit dough. Uh, the 8 bit dough Genesis pad, the wireless one, fantastic. We'll see you in about five minutes. I'll head over. I've got a whole new extreme appreciation. Can we just say, okay, can we bundle, are we bundling Sega Genesis together with the 32X and the uh, Sega CD? So if we're bundling it with the Sega CD, then it's a little different for me. I wasn't sure. This was my biggest question. Like, 
does the Sega CD count when it adds additional hardware capability? Are we considering the uh, the the cinematic universe of the Sega Genesis, or just? But the, I think uh... I think cinematic universe is okay. But then we got like Sonic CD. We got we got the Lunar series begins here. We we got uh, Android Assault, which I really like. Uh, we got the Shining Super Force Shark. collection, which is all the Game Gear games remade. For the Sega CD, which rules. I mean, I really like the weird old Sega CD. Shining Force 1 and 2 on the Sega Genesis. Landstalker is uh, yes. one of the top 10 best games of all time. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I think in terms of top 10 best video games of all time, or how many top 10 uh, entries are on uh, the, the a system, I think the Genesis somehow beats the Super Nintendo, in my opinion. Mm, me too. But... I've played so much weird stuff on the Super Nintendo very recently. I don't know. I, I have to put it under the Super Nintendo. I would I would have to do it. Son so I think a... the compromise spot is number three. Son of a number number three? Yeah. Oh man. Because Brandon wants to put it at the top. Frank wants yep. to put it at five. You want to put it under the SNES, so three is the compromise spot. Three is under the SNES. That's exactly where you wanted it, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, I guess I forgot the SNES was number two. I was going to say, it's if it's a... above NES, I, I'm, <laughs> if it's above NES, I'm fine with it being above DS. The, nothing matters anymore. <laughs> no, it's just like the, the ranking gets weird. It, it, it's the same as like as what Tim said earlier, where Sonic and Knuckles is the best Sonic game, but Sonic 2 is the best Genesis game. Doesn't make sense. So yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't make it, any it's sense. It's the same thing yeah, here, it's, where it's, it's like, true. well, if it's below the NES, it's above the DS. That would feel. Tim, you're up next. I'm up next. Hmm. Well, uh, we're talking Sega here on the show. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say not the Game Gear, uh, right? Because we're not, we're not going to, the Game Gear is not going to come up. Come on. Right? Yep. So let's yeah, just, let's not. give we an honorable mention to, go, to the Game 10 Gear. 10 more to go, so. An honorable mention to the Game Gear. Thanks for trying on that one. Uh, yeah. Brandon, you can't hustle. possibly, possibly uh, nominate the Game Gear. I could Gear. nominate it for like number 21. This is what we call a pre-veto. We're talking Sega here. We're talking Sega. Yeah. We've already yeah. done Saturn. We've done Genesis. Yeah. I'm going to do the other Sega console, Sega Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, Number one Sonic again. Adventure, not a very good game. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, Soul Calibur. Uh, once uh, everybody in my dorm bang. learned uh, Nightmare's uh, one combo, and I knew how to beat it, and everybody got mad at me. Wonderful game. Yeah. Though also all the other stuff, it's it's just tasty and weird. It's got a Berserk. It's got Sengoku Turb. It's got- um, mm -hmm. Shenmue. It's got Shenmue. It's man. It's got Illbleed on there. The weird, bizarre horror camp nonsense. It's got Climax Landers, which sucks. Yes, it has uh, a Blue Stinger, really which sucks. which both sucks and rules. Yeah, it totally <laughs> rules. Time. Yeah. For me, the Dreamcast was it was a hope for the future for me when I played that thing for the first time, 1998, with my Dreamcast imported from Japan because my. Uh, stepmother's co-worker was going there exactly during the launch of the Dreamcast. I was able to get it before everybody else, and I had it here. And I turned it on, and I was like, you know, this was 1998. I had barely seen ads for this thing. I'd seen, like, some blurry screenshots. And I was going from the PlayStation 1 and Saturn to this deal, and I was like, man, it's happening. <laughs> uh, and we've we've discussed, like, how Dreamcast games look different than other mm -hmm. things because they have... Higher texture memory, somewhat lower poly count, so they wind up having to make games that look a little, little different. It's also extremely blue sky in games. The last era of blue sky in games until indies reclaimed it in the last ten years, and it's such an arcade console. Like they ported a lot of things over to it, but then 
when they did the old Atomus wave, that's just a Dreamcast. It's not even a modified Dreamcast. It's just like, it's just a Dreamcast. You can still use the- It's just been stretched to fit into an arcade cabinet. Yeah. yeah. You, you, can, uh, you can use the Dreamcast fishing controller. They found that when they got the, the one fishing game for Atomus Wave ported to Dreamcast, when they were doing all that, quote, porting of Atomus Wave games to Dreamcast, you could just use the Dreamcast fishing controller. Nothing had to be done because that's what they used in the arcade. They just reshaped that. It was the exact same thing. So uh, I love it. Love the Dreamcast. Dreamcast rules. Yeah. You want to rank it? What else is on the Dreamcast that rules, though? Let's just name some. Let's remember. Let's name some games. NFL 2K was good. Capcom vs. SNK 2, all the Capcom mm-hmm. ports. Um, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, definitive version. That's where I played That's where I played the Bangayo. Bangayo, beautiful. Yeah, you know what? It was the best version of Bangayo. Yes. Napple Tail fe- featuring music by Kano Yoko. Oh, yeah, excellent. Uh, no Panzer Dragoons on there, unfortunately. There's no Sonics on the Saturn, no Panzer Dragoons on the Dreamcast. What were they thinking? You got Skies of Arcadia. Skies oh, of yeah. Arcadia is a beautiful video game, the likes of which uh, we don't really see. You got the old Res, even though it came out after it came out on the PS2. Not my fault. Yeah, very odd. Yeah, uh, we have a you know, Skies of Arcadia did also come out on the GameCube with the it's true, but decreased encounter rate. Though let's face it, that's a god darn Dreamcast game if ever there was one. Oh yeah. On the other hand, it did have Sonic Adventure too. <laughs> that knocks it down a few points. And yeah, Sonic and Shuffle. It, it, yeah, it uh, Sonic Shuffle was kind of a disaster as well. I think you could take Sonic Adventure One and make like a five minute supercut. That's a pretty good game. Yeah, that's. I mean, you can make a five minute supercut. That's excellent. Yeah, a really probably. solid that's... hour in of Sonic Adventure. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I think you can make a, a full full hour of like mind blow, and then just call it yeah. a day. Mm-hmm. And then you just mess with Chows after that for the rest of the time. Gotta love a Chow. No, oh, also VMU. VMU rules. VMU is great. I love it. Yeah, I, I love a VMU. They had been able to do more with it and really make it happen. Took too many batteries. Oops. I'll admit I prefer the pocket station, though, uh, I mean, you know, whatever. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. They're both good in their own way. Uh, I do wish that the VMU had been a little more pocket station-like in its approach, but, uh, you know, on Power Stone, you got, you got to, they put a little scrolling shooter in there you could take on the go. Love it. Power Stone is chill. As you were saying earlier, it was the first time I played a video game, uh, the, the Dreamcast in general, and I was just like, wow, gra- these graphics are the best. So that's cool. However, yeah. uh, where are we putting it? Where's it go? Yeah, where are we putting Above it? Above the Saturn. I mean, it is it is the death of climax. So yeah, uh, it didn't have a good climax game. So I guess I'd put it above the Saturn too. Looking at this list again, this is arranged differently than my list would be. Of course, yeah. I guess I can't put it above the NES just because what it doesn't have too many games on it. It's got like seven hundred, eight hundred games. That's not that many. Mm-hmm. So I guess it could be number five. I have six. Tim, you good with that? Number six. Yeah, why not? I just also want to say Fantasy Star Online, dude. Oh, you know it. That weird, ugly keyboard it had. Love that keyboard. Yeah, I'd put it there, Jerry. Yeah, in my personal uh, internal list, it's uh, tied with uh, three other systems for number one. (laughs) Uh, Are all of those three systems on here right now, or you have to drop another one? Oh, no. I know what other systems they are. (laughs) It's not that hard, Brandon. No, it isn't. (laughs) It's not very We difficult. all know what the other consoles are. Everybody knows what they are. 
drop some knowledge on us, Brandon. It's it's my turn, man. Yeah. You should probably mention one of your uh, tops. I guess I might as well put PC Engine no- Duo on here right now. Why not? I'll Gotta just veto go for it. it now. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why no vetoes. Yeah. Because that would be way too much fun. It would be. I, I would that's uh, all I would care about this whole episode. Oh, would slam my laptop closed and walk <laughs> off in a huff into the sunset, never to return. Um, okay. I mean, <laughs> it's what am I supposed to say about this? It's well documented. I like this platform quite a lot. It's got the best Castlevania on it. It's got the best Castlevania. I'm sorry, I'm on saying it. it. I'm saying it. That's my joke about how there's two best Castlevanias. I agree. And I don't know what that means either. I think that's good though. Um, yeah. so the PC engine, here's what I'll say I would say of any game platform it has the largest gap between like the launch games and the game that came games that came out at the end of its life cycle the launch games were very nes like the games at the end were very playstation one like but a little a little more limited it's a console that evolved it was firmly rooted in the nec pc space so the pc 98 pc 88 a lot of games originated there and a lot of games were developed on it which made it sort of a natural fit and so you wound up getting a different crop of games than you were getting on the on the nes and the genesis and the super nintendo because it was coming from these pc game weirdos and uh the most shooting games of any game console blazing lasers dude windows pc yeah blazing lasers is on there superstar soldier it lent itself to optimization in a certain way that was I guess, I don't know if it was unique to the time, but it was, I guess it allowed that modularity because you, you would have like so many sprites on, stre- on screen that a Genesis would struggle with and a Super Nintendo would certainly struggle with. But uh, this little 8-bit processor could just blast all this stuff out. It's pretty wild. And it's just got all kinds of weird stuff. You got Eastbooks 1 and 2. That's not weird. It's very good. Mm-hmm. You got a... <clears throat> it's got the third best version of Tokimaki Memorial on it. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Uh, it's got maybe the best version of Snatcher. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly like the Sega CD version. It's a toss-up. Uh, I, I, I recently replayed all of them because uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a freak. But the I, pilot I just... disc is only on PC Engine. so uh, That's that, true. That's one thing. It's got Tengai Makio. Who has time for all that? Tengai Makio, Tengai Makio 2, Momotaro Dentetsu. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, the best Adventure Island. Yes. Is Sheen Adventure Island for PC Engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best by, I'm going to say it, by a god darn wide margin, by like an ocean wide margin, it is the best uh, Adventure Island game. Mm. I don't care who knows it. Uh, it's uh, Neck Terrace. You got Neck Terrace. You got yep. Newtopia. I like Newtopia as well. I think Newtopia is better than Zelda 1. I do so too. So do I. Wow. My whole thing about the PC Engine is that Hudson in that time, I think they were the best ripoff artists of all time in that era because oh, yeah. they would see an established genre. Or, or a popular game even, not even an established genre. They'd see Advance Wars, they'd see Zelda, they'd see Gauntlet, and they'd be like, okay, we're going to make a different one that like you will fully understand that this is a Zelda or a Gauntlet or a whatever, but it's different enough and plays in its own way and feels so smooth that you're like, I don't care that this is, like it doesn't matter that this is just that game, but different. Um, yeah, they were the best at all that. It, did, it didn't, they could make a ripoff game that didn't feel like a ripoff game because it was developed from the ground up just using the same concepts or the same like tent poles. I love that stuff. So yeah, Newtopia, heck. 
Um, and I also think that the uh, just the CD thing, the advent of CD and the music that was on, like it's got the only port of Street Fighter One um, of note, I guess. Fighting Street. Fighting Street. And mm-hmm. uh, that's a cool game. P- people think of the Turbo Graphics and PC Engine as being a Hue card console mo- uh, mostly, but sixty percent of the games came out on CD. That's true. It's more a CD console than a chip console. And the stuff they got up, to, I mean, Valis series is coming on a limited run right now. I love those Valis games. Nihon Telnet and Wolf Team all got their love start that over Wolf there Team. doing that nonsense. However, Noi Gear was uh, best on the uh, Super Nintendo. I guess I should play Noi Gear. But anyway, I love <laughs> the PC Engine. I love it. Sincerely. I like to tell people that are like, familiar with the nes library that this just feels like it, it almost feels more like a super nintendo than the super nintendo it just feels like a lot of the japanese uh game devs who were on the famicom sort of switched over here so you're you're, you're gonna see a lot of like you know nes style stuff here but with uh, more colors and sound and 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 i think it's uh worth looking at in the same way that i think the msx is as well though that one's a little harder to play yeah, I think that's true in the in the chip era, especially, and yeah. then as it goes to the CD oh, era, a completely it different console at that point. Like yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just want to say you've got your li- you've got your Linda Cube, you've got your oh, Anne yeah. Earth stories, oh, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Anne Earth stories alone makes the PC Engine interesting. My favorite side-scrolling shooter, Gate of Thunder. Gate of Thunder. Yeah, I was purposely mentioning the uh, shooters that were not Gate of Thunder, <laughs> which was uh, that was my joke about blazing lasers and Superstar Soldier for anybody in the chat. Uh, who uh, anybody in the shout me out in the Twitch chat? Are we on Twitch? We're on yeah. Twitch, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, shout me out in the Twitch chat if you liked my joke about it, where I was just avoiding Gate of Thunder. Kaminati Moan, as we call it in Asakusa. Put it just in the Kaminati Moan. I was just talking about on, on Twitter <laughs> how the uh, best sound font for the chip games is in um, Magical Chase, which is unfortunately very expensive. I wish everyone could just play that game. Um, but you can on emulator. You should do it. It's a cute little game that has a great sound. I'm guessing you want to put this above the SNES. Uh, I mean, I don't think I could get away with putting it above the Genesis even. So once again, this is tied for number one with all the rest of my faves. <laughs> again, this ranking, it's like, I don't see how we put this above the Windows PC. You know, like, yeah, but okay. I don't see how the PC, Windows PC is on the That's list. True. It's got Bonk's Revenge. Which is cool. Uh, it also does have Rondo of Blood. You know what? On the force of Rondo alone, I'd, I'd be comfortable putting it uh, above the Genesis. Above the Ooh. Genesis? Ooh, um, number three. It's number three. Number three. Not, no. Yeah, Frank's <laughs> severe dislike drags it down no. a few spots. I, 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 there's no extreme dislike. I love the PC Wait, Frank, engine. have you not played? Right. Have you not played Ten Guy Machio Two? Uh, no, Machio. I haven't. But, <laughs> but uh, um, <laughs> Victory Run, dude. I am someone who owned the system when it was still alive. I am. All right. I like Frank's the extreme disfavor compared to the other systems on this list. Drags it down a few spots. I think we got to put it between the DS and NES. You're gonna put it above the NES. <laughs> it's got it, considering engine? Frank and Brandon's <laughs> opinions. Yeah. Wow. That's how this works. Okay. I mean, as well, far down um, as the Windows PC is, this list is completely meaningless to me at this point. So do we want? <laughs> yeah, this list is quite inane, but I'm loving it. Yeah. Uh, we'll have time to reorganize it by the end. Not that uh, there's a lot that will probably be done, but we'll see. Uh, we'll be right back after a quick break. 
you like your new house? Oh, it's great. There were uh, three baby deer in my driveway this morning. Oh, did you tell them I said what's up? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. They, they know me, so. Welcome back to Insert Credit. It's time Thanks. for round five. Frank, you're up first. I don't know if this is going to be considered uh, contrarian or not, but um, <laughs> I want to make Kill this a little Jerry. more interesting. And it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. Veto, if you want, I don't know, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot my shot and try something interesting here. Bondi Pippin. No, the analog pocket. Oh, oh uh, boy. I mean, that's that's just the Windows PC, as far as is I'm it? concerned. Like, you is got it? your, it's you a got piece your of emulator on there. Sure, you can call it an emulator if you want, but but the hardware itself. Okay, the reason that it interests me so much is that the resolution on the screen is so high res that it actually, I mean, this sounds contrarian or not contrarian, but it, it, it sounds weird to say, but it like game boy games haven't looked like game boy games since the game boy uh, until this thing. True. As you people know me, know I think a lot about how, uh, about, about the canvas of a video game artist. And I feel like this is the first thing I've seen in a long time that attempts to write the ship in terms of how we display these old games by having video filters that actually they don't 100% replicate the Game Boy, but they 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 favor the things that gave the system its look. I just think it's a remarkable piece of hardware. Now, does that really fit into our list as it is so far, which is mostly based on uh, commercial software? I don't know. I guess not. Just Here's where I think it doesn't work is that there's no analog pocket game. Like it is it it plays every that's it plays true. other okay. things, but the analog pocket doesn't have games itself. Okay, if that's how we want to define our list, which we didn't specifically define at the start of the show. No, we didn't. Fine. But uh I I think that as a piece of video game hardware, it makes a remarkably interesting statement uh that I want to see more of. I think it's interesting as game hardware but not as a game console. Yeah, I, personally, I was waiting to see which of you would bring up the mister. No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> That's a Windows PC. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the mister is uh, is better. Uh, I, it is better than playing games on a Windows PC. I'll just oh, no, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. Do I have to come up with a different one then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yes. I don't know. It's, it's throw, ha- just throw one, throw one out Atari there. Atari twenty six hundred. It's uh, it's it created the video game industry. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it launched uh, independent uh, uh, console games with that that Activision. Uh, I don't know. It defined uh, the retail um, in terms of stuff to play. Uh, I really like Hero by Activision. That's probably about it. <laughs> there's some <laughs> there's <laughs> yeah. some other Activision stuff that's all right. I like Frostbite. Um, Yars Revenge by Atari by Howard Scott Warshaw I actually think is pretty cool. My yacht. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool is like a really friendly way to describe it, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I would say important, kind of interesting, but, but not within, any fun. within the library I, I, of that I, I, system, <laughs> really high up there for whatever that's worth. This is not something... Oh, no, I'm, I'm talking about the 2600 oh, okay. in general. That's my assessment of it. Oh, no, I would put Yars Revenge in the yeah, top 10 for sure. Atari 2600 sure. games. Totally. However, <laughs> I would definitely put Atari 2600 at the very bottom of this particular yeah. list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I actually owned one in the day. That's me referencing, calling back to Frank, uh, mentioning that he owned a PC Engine, uh, a TurboGrafx. I owned one, too, and an Intellivision. We should get the Amico yeah. on this list. So um, I, I remember, I, I go to great lengths to, to explain this uh, the Atari 2600 in my stupid review of Pac-Man, which I don't really advise anybody to. I don't recommend anybody watch it. Don't watch my videos. Come on. 
there's a there's a part where I talk about how bad the Pac-Man was. It was the first version of Pac-Man I ever played, and it just goblinized me against Pac-Man, and it wasn't until my mom accidentally rented us the uh, NES version of Pac-Man instead of renting Thundercade, which my brother wanted to rent, that I learned Pac-Man was good. So the Atari 2600 basically made me think Pac-Man sucked. So that's why the Atari 2600 sucks. The 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 Star Wars Empire Strikes Back game on the uh, Atari 2600, that game is 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 just nuts. Like it's it's just a horrible Defender clone. I don't know. There's just some bad games on there, and it's just not fun. And I recently played a whole bunch of Atari 2600 games on my Mister, and did not have a good time. Yeah, it was just all for did capture purposes. Okay, Hero's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's the one game. That's the one game on the 2600. Yeah. Everyone, no. I just generally did not have a a great or even good Actually, time. And, and I don't know if this is a future show or not, but something that that I've always been interested in when people talk about these systems is like, okay, what are the ten games to play today blindly? And so for the twenty six hundred, I yeah. think that Hero is one of them, if not the only one. Uh, I think Bennett Foddy's really good for that. I don't know. Put that in our pocket somewhere. Maybe uh, bottom of the list yes. then. Bottom yeah. of the list. Absolutely. Doesn't have Doom on it. It probably uh, does. Can't run yeah, Doom. <laughs> it probably does. It's got Halo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's got Halo. Yeah, it does have Halo 2600. By Eddie Freeze. Crike. Tim, you're up next. Um. Well, uh, uh, I don't know. I have how many left? I have three more left. You have three more left. Suppose I'd better mention the ones, uh, the one that I like. Um, I just got to say it. Frank said uh, 2600. It got yeah. me thinking. Two six zero zero. I'm just gonna go for one that has a uh, three six zero in it. And I'm gonna say Xbox three sixty. Um, yeah. Xbox three sixty. Nice. Which, uh, nice. You win. Yeah. Um. Uh. Also, that's for the Sega Genesis fans in the audience. Thanks. Not the Pac-Man fans in the audience. It's helpful for me to relate. I love the Xbox three sixty. Yeah. That's about it. Uh, is there any more? Do we need any more than that? I love the Xbox 360. We need to and, rank uh, I get to, I get to mention more. again that I, I just read the list of games that you all ranked as the best Xbox 360 games, and I felt a sickness. I felt so upset. <laughs> we could do it at again. Your ranking. It was such a such a list that was so brazenly ignorant of what was actually excellent about the console. Oh, I disagree with you on that. Almost as though you did it on purpose. I no. would I would even I mean, come on, man. You wanna do it again this year? Let's do it again. I liked those no. I like those Xbox Live indie games and uh we were going for stuff that was only on three sixty. Yeah. Even though there were a lot of games that feel like three sixty games that aren't like I would call near a three sixty game, even though it's clearly on No, it's both. no near near is uh near is a three sixty game because you got Daddy Near. Daddy Near is a oh, different yeah. game. It's uh it's it's perfectly acceptable to call that a three sixty game. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what we went. Yeah, so with oh, is end. it? Yeah, okay. Well, that that's good. But I mean, you've also got you've got Ten Guy Machio Three on there, Brandon. Yeah, uh, you've got uh, Gears of War, Gears of War Two, Gears of War Three. The Gears of mm -hmm. War trilogy is wonderful. Yeah, I'm picking the 360 and not the easy answer of the Xbox Series X, which I guess I could just say Xbox Series X. Could, no, I think maybe we're I trying should. to not. I I didn't mention this explicitly, but in my head, I'm trying to not include like backward compatibility as part of a thing even though the xbox is is the best at it uh and it does i mean the xbox series x sure does have yeah, uh, and i appreciate that 
a lot of that well, I think stuff we're gonna on say there. Series X is the same as Xbox One, right? Like it's the same architecture. It's not emulating yeah. a past system. That's the cutoff, I think. Yeah, it's it's basically the exact same console. Yeah, the 360 is the modern era of video game design, and I I feel like yeah, it feels like the last Xbox with an identity. To me, that's where AAA games stopped evolving, and not in a negative way. I f- I feel like after PS2. It evolved one more revolution, and that was through the Xbox 360. And now, I th- and now I think since 360, we've basically been making the same. AAA style has not evolved much since then. Can I just? Does anybody want to hear me read my my ranked list of the 20 best Xbox 360 games of all time, <laughs> just really fast? Sure. Uh, Forza Horizon One, Pac-Man Championship Edition, Alan Wake, which was not released on PC for two years after it was it was originally Xbox 360 exclusive. Yeah. Uh, Shadowrun, even though it was released on Windows, uh, Windows Gaming, uh, it was the cross-platform thing. Uh, uh, Halo Reach, Gears of War 2, Ridge Racer 6, Ninja Gaiden 2, Lost Planet, Dead Rising, Idolmaster, Tengai Makyo Zidia, Students of Round, Enchant Arm, Ninja Blade, Cold Sept Saga, Zegapain XOR, Zegapain NOT, which was a, a, a duology, uh, Bullet Witch, Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey. That is an all-timer, just home-run derby of video games right there. <laughs> yeah, some good that's stuff just there. kind of an incredible burst of video games. And that's all exclusive stuff. That's not even bringing up Fable 2, right? Near old <laughs> Gross Man Edition. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even put any Idea Factory games on there, nor did I even include uh, the, the Tales Studios Chopin game. Right. I personally would have put uh, Lost Planet Two on there myself. But oh, L- oh man, yeah, LP and LP Two, dude. Yeah, you've got uh, you've got uh, E. Byun Hun in uh, heck of a library, uh, as they call him in Japan. Yeah, in Lost, o- Lost Planet One, Lost Planet, and Lost Odyssey. Lost Planet Two. My problem with Lost Planet Two is you lose the planet once. Fair <laughs> enough. You okay. lose the planet again. <laughs> Shame on you, man. That kind of feels like negligence, you know. Kind of feels like where's your telescope? I, I enjoy hearing that joke told in the same way, like six years <laughs> exactly. after you coined it on this show. Almost word uh, for yeah, I know that's a. <laughs> you lose the planet a third time. You got to be pulling my leg with this. This guy. <laughs> Where right? are we ranking this thing? <laughs> Three sixty students of round, dude. Three sixty. Where does it go on the listo? Have you ever actually played Idol Master, Brandon? Has anybody here actually played Idol yeah, Master played on the bit. 360? It's pretty good, dude. I don't know. It's a little weird. It's I pretty good. Yeah, uh, it's a little creepy, but uh, little tiny, little tiny, tiny creeps. I had the um the the background that was exclusive to the Japan. You remember on my uh, yeah, on my I 360? That. I had that, I had that Idol that Master blades background. Blades interface, dude. You remember that? Certainly. Doesn't get any better. Yeah. That's a joke. Uh, it got a lot better. And Smoke those blades. Didn't really. Didn't really get that much better. I don't know where you to play put it. Red Dead Redemption on your Xbox Series X right now. Uh, Lord, it looks really good. Uh, it's 4K, very sharp. It's a beautiful looking game. I wish they'd bump it up to 60. LA Noir. Okay, that was also PS3. I, I'm just kind of listing Lenore. listing games that were PS3. Speaking of lists, yeah, <clears throat> man, we rank this game. <clears throat> nice. I find it very difficult to rank this one because it's like either the top or the middle for me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I would say above the PC. That's the Xbox power. It's like... Oh, the P- like all those games are on the PC. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. It's, that, no, that's, not, not the 20 ones that right. I just mentioned. Oh, man. And Left 4 Dead. See, I didn't even have to mention Left 4 Dead. I so. feel like if we're talking about blockbuster video games, it's kind, it's at the top of this list, except for the Windows PC, which is number nine. And so it's confusing. Right. It is confusing. <laughs> so uh, heck if I know. 
Brandon, it's so it's like Lost Odyssey is so much more of a Saturn game than anything that ever came I mean, out I like the on a Nintendo or a PlayStation system. The Xbox 360 has more in common with the Sega Saturn than it does with anything Nintendo. Well, if that makes any sense. It's I'm got Coldcept. Sure. It's got the best Coldcept on it. That's true. Come on. It's true. Come on, Omiosoft, dude. So below the Dreamcast? Wait, where's the Dreamcast yeah, at? Seven. seven. Yeah, it's probably above the Dreamcast. I mean, Is it, it might above be... the NES? It's above the DS. <laughs> I, it might be... I guess I could put it in number four. Number four. Mm. How are you feeling about that? Well, if that's the highest it can go, yeah, let's put it at number four. Jerry. Okay. It's a hard one. Brandon, uh, finish off the round. Oh, man. I, I, we got three left? You've got three left. There's a couple. Oh, yeah, I've got three left. There's a couple here that uh, that I feel like somebody else should say instead of me. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Don't save anything um, for me. I've been done for a while. Dang it. Does that mean I have to? I'm going to do the Wonder Swan. Um, oh, come on. I'm just kidding. It's the Wonder Swan's all right. I've recently played all the Wonder Swan games. Just to say I've spent 10 minutes in each one. Uh, I've played each one for about 10 minutes. I think that the Wonder Swan, it's not going to be high on this list, but I think the, the Wonder Swan is great as an idea. And it's one of those things where like, if you told me about that idea at the time, I would be like, this is a great idea. And that just shows how wrong I can be about something <laughs> because that console is- It can be played vertically. It can be played vertically and horizontally. But more importantly than that, it was like, what did it cost? Uh, $40, something like that. And it had a battery life of um, something like 60 hours on one AA battery uh, with a black and white screen that had eight shades of gray. Oh, crike. Eventually it got color and that was good and it lost some battery life. Then it got a better screen as well. Yeah, it had kind of a Kindle thing going on, I guess, with that Mm -hmm. original. uh... It did. And... uh, it's just, and and then it's you know it's put out by Bandai who owns all those anime licenses and so they were like okay let's make a bunch of bad games uh, let's make a console designed by Gunpei Yokoi or Gunpei Yokoi's team anyway that uses all of our anime licenses has really high battery life so you could play it on the train it's really cheap to buy and manufacture it just sounds like a good idea to me and it can do that vertical vertical and horizontal stuff some games like the Clonella. extremely uncomfortable vertical controls uh, yeah I, th- I thought it was okay but um it's i've uh, got huge disgusting hands so yeah mine are mine are uh, small and pure petite yeah i i just think it it was a really neat idea and i liked seeing somebody other than nintendo or sega come up with a cool idea and implement it and try it out it didn't succeed I don't think it's going to win any awards on this list. I, I will say in a nice way that it uh, it's the closest anybody came to making something uh, that was, seemed like an actual Nintendo handheld competitor. Yep. Before like the PSP. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the Sega Game Gear had all the wrong ideas. Yeah. Uh, the Atari Lynx, uh, the, the, the Turbo Graphics Pocket Boy or whatever it was called. Yeah, Turbo Express. That's a joke. The, the Express. Yeah, I know. I know what it was called. The Pocket Boy. There were, you know, it was it was a console that really, that Wonderswan really did try a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it had, it didn't have a lot of great games on it, but it had a very interesting port of Clock Tower. Oh yeah, I like the Clock Tower on there. It's got a better Ark the Lad than is on the PS2. <laughs> um, but not a better Ark the Lad than is on the PS1. No, certainly not. It's got actually a pretty decent platform fighter in the Swan Coliseum games and uh, in the Digimon one that they got. It's got that dating sim slash uh tactics game macross 
true love song or do you remember love actually now i forget what it's called oh god darn it i guess you don't remember love an interesting game to be sure it's got riviera it's got some real Riviera's good pretty cool sting is really cool um they put some good stuff on there it's got i like those final fantasy ports they have on there Final Fantasy ports are really excellent and are the basis for every port of that game for the next decade and a half. Yeah, it, it's also very hilarious that they put that on there instead of any kind of a Game Boy uh, just to own Nintendo, I guess. Yeah, yeah it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, those were good. Blue Wing Blitz, weird one on there. Uh, Squaresoft really went for it. And uh, yeah, it's just not great, but interesting and that's that's what i like it's got uh rhyme writer karodi khan from uh, i think it's messiah mitsura's second best game not on second best game i think this is in the bottom four but where in the bottom four mm, well i'd say i'd rather play it than the spectrum yeah you put it over that zed yeah big okay so I, i've i've never touched a wonder song but i Yet I have handled physically every uh, game in the library because I, I packed Kelsey Lewin's collection when she moved. Right. That counts for something. Um, but uh, I suspect that I would find more interesting ideas on the spectrum. So I'm, I'm, I'm waffling. Hmm. I, you suspect I, that you would, but would you? I think the trouble is, you know me better than any spectrum enthusiast. And so I would definitely be able to show you right. more interesting yeah, you're things. Right. You're on, absolutely right. So it's above the spectrum. <laughs> I just want to point out that that you know me is uh, the Japanese word for a, a traditional teacup. So, <laughs> it is. It is. You know me. Uh, Sorry, every man. time someone in Thank Japan would much. say the word, that every time someone me. in Japan said the word, you <laughs> know me, I would be like, I'd be like. Uh, you know me. I love a cup of tea. And then the okay. the Japanese person would be like, what? And I'd be like, "Oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> man." That reminds me of—I don't know if this—if this anecdote is okay to say. We can block it out if it—if it's not. But I—I I loved that stupid idiot story when you were going back to your uh to to the house of the person you were living with, and you wanted to know if she was home, and uh, you typed "iruka," oh, uh, which of course iruka. means if you are, are you home? <laughs> iruka. It auto-translated to an emoji of a dolphin, and he just sent that, which is something- oh, I, Yeah, I, I did it on purpose, yeah. And that was very funny to me because- She hated it. That was something that I had thought about doing so many times, um, and she hated it. And But uh, yeah. man, I love it. I love it. And also, All just right. to correct, it was my house, and she lived there. So, uh, sorry. It was not uh, her house that I I didn't I mean to in. indicate that it was one person's house or another. That was a... I was the rent pair. Yes. Okay. So yes. I think the Wonder Swan is above the spectrum is what we're saying. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah, why not? In that case, uh, there are two rounds to go. We'll be right back after one more break. Okay, so this last part's going to probably go real quick, right? <laughs> Welcome back to Insert Credit. We are in round six of seven of mm. our console ranking episode. Frank, you are up once more. All right. Um, so I'm going to give everyone a little behind the scenes here. Uh, we don't normally have a second break. The reason we did is because uh, we had to break for me to do my uh, my other show, the Video Game History Hour. Oh, no. Is it going to be the Fairchild Channel F now? Because the uh, Fairchild fan Channel F was the... Uh, no, that was, that was going to be my joke because I was going to bring it up and then nominate something else. But uh, uh, my nomination yeah. is the Game Boy. Call it the color. 
you have to. I don't know if that helps you. I do have no, to. No, that's good. I like okay. it. Okay. Um, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, all of them. Uh, that, that that it's a very specific hardware standard. They only really added color for the color. Um, this is a system that I I cherish quite a bit. I I like the aesthetic of the original Game Boy a lot. It's something that that uh, appeals to me. But what I like most about it, I don't even want to say the games got experimental, but they got weird. Uh, especially Nintendo's approach to its own system was to make the really oddball entries in their franchises on this super mario land yeah both super mario land super mario land 2 six golden coins yeah uh, super mario land 3 wario land mm -hmm. odd games that second Uh, metroid whatever it was called metroid 2 is what the second metroid is called i I thought that was what it was called but i wasn't confident (laughs) enough (laughs) well i mean link's awakening is is a pretty weird zelda um i just might say it's the best zelda it is my favorite zelda but i mean my favorite as well mine's newtopia but uh, Newtopia is great, Zelda. It's true, as previously discussed. If we're if we're being a hundred percent honest, my my favorite Zelda is Landstalker, and always will be. Nice. That's fair too. Um, I just played through again, uh, second maybe third time, uh, for the Frog the Bell Tolls. Wonderful little weird first party Nintendo game. Sweet little game. But I mean, I can keep listing games, right? But but it's it's a system that kind of kept going despite itself and found a really weird in retrospect or even at the time revival when when pokemon hit like this is this is a very dead system and then pokemon made it the most popular system and 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 that's kind of fun yeah it sure is something jerry you know what i think about the game boy is that um if it had had twice the number of scales of gray and could be rotated uh vertically <laughs> and horizontally it would have been a lot cooler uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, would have been a thing. That's what I, I just have to say once again, as a as a person who I've said this multiple times, but uh, uh, Game Boy is the absolute worst optometrical nightmare I've ever had with a video game console. To a point where I was so excited to get a Game Boy, and back then they didn't have them. There were like no, there wasn't a demo station in any stores near my house. And when I finally saved up for and got one, uh, just you know, big fan of Nintendo Power, uh, I was just very depressed looking at the screen and how hard it was for me to see. I was so sad, and it was basically the only thing I could think about for several weeks was how hard it was for me to see my Game Boy screen, even in direct light. So that's my sad memory about the Game Boy, but eventually, once I strapped enough doodads to it, once I uh, duct-taped enough gizmos to it, I was able to enjoy a couple of games on there. Link's Awakening, Super Mario Land. Wonderful stuff. I remember being really impressed with people that played action games on there. Like, I had the whatever the Battletoads game was on the original Game Boy. Oh, don't get that one. And yeah, well, it was my stepbrother's <laughs> Game Boy, so I didn't get it. It's what he had, and I was oh, trying to play a game. I was like, how do, you, how do people see this? Does your stepbrother play video games now? Uh, he does not. So see, there you that's go. That's why. Happened. That's why, because he had Battletoads in the original yeah, Game Boy. They, they got him. I was like, how do, you, how do you follow the action on this? How are you supposed to see this thing? I never found that out. And I never, I never found it out either, and I owned the thing forever. <laughs> Let's find out where it goes on this list. Well, I figured out that what you do is you buy a later model. Absolutely. That, that was the answer. You know what I liked? Get on the- that Game Boy Light. Game Boy Light was good. Yeah. I yes. one of those. Mm-hmm. Very good Game Boy. And I'm telling you, not to, not to revive past conversation, but uh, that stuff looks fantastic on the pocket. Ooh, so nice. I love a good pocket. Nice. The analog pocket, not the Game love Boy Love a good pocket. pocket. So, I get so, it. <laughs> so uh, the question is ranking. 
Yes. Right? Um, this doesn't include the advance, of course. That's I'm a not including platform. the advance. I think no, it's no, a no, separate no. platform. It's yeah. definitely a separate platform for sure. Yeah, it is. Even though it, yeah, even though it played the original Game Boy games. Uh, yeah, um, it played the original Game Boy games essentially because the original Game Boy is built into it. Yeah, it's, so, I don't, so it I don't doesn't count. count That's in true. That, That's like, true. The PS1 isn't counted in the PS2. Exactly. So, uh, by the power vested in me by virtue of the fact that the original Game Boy did not include games such as Car Battler Joe, Ninja 5-0, and uh, Castlevania Aria of Sorrow, I would say the original Game Boy is not quite up to my yeah. my uh, meticulous standard. Mm-hmm. That is not on the list, though. So yeah, it's not on the list. So. Go on the list. Oh, well, I'm just saying in general. It's not on my... It's not up to my standard at all. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm not going to veto it. It's just to add further injury to an insult that was added to an injury. My aunt bought me uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game for the Game Boy because she knew I had a Game Boy. Very thoughtful. Lord, Lord, that game was awful. Just like, I mean, to a point where it was like, I would rather have a Tiger LCD than that game. Truly apocalyptically bad video game. On the other hand, Metal Gear Ghost Babble, pretty good. Yeah. Well, we all know we all know where I stand uh, because I'm not boy, so I, I prefer the Neo Geo Pocket Color. <laughs> Frank, where would you put it? Uh, I would put it between the PSP and the Wonder Swan. I put it above I, the Wonder Swan. Oh, I don't think we can mm. have the Wonder Swan above the Game Boy. <laughs> I, it's probably rude. It is Gunpei Yokoi's second lap around the black and white handheld game device. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think between PSP and Wonder Swan is decent. I with think me. that's fair. Okay. Uh, Tim, you're up next. Uh, I nominate the Jerry Seinfeld station. Uh, that's not true. So wait, we have, uh, how many more of these rounds do we have? Uh, this is your second to last round. Oh, quite excellent. Um, I definitely, uh, you know, I didn't, uh, this is the fun part is I didn't think about this at all. Thought about something else while we were not recording. That is the fun part. Yeah. So I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking now, what, let's take a look at what we've got, uh, what the standings are. Yeah, we've got PS2, SNES, Genesis, Xbox 360, Nintendo DS, PC Engine, NES, Dreamcast, Saturn, Windows PC, PSP, Game Boy, Wonder Swan, ZX Spectrum, Neo Geo Pocket Color, Atari 2600. Hmm. What are some game consoles we have not brought up yet? <laughs> I think the Nintendo Switch is pretty good. Dang it! <laughs> if you want to put something above the the Windows PC. <laughs> I wouldn't put the Switch above the PSP necessarily myself. Wait, are you serious? I'm serious. I don't know. I think it's at least better than the PSP. Going uh, like solidly by my standard of uh, how much of an optometric nightmare is it, the first video games period I have been able to play without my glasses are the Nintendo Switch. So, I mean, that's that's the thing for me in my life, but uh, we need not mention it. Meanwhile, the Nintendo 3DS, uh, I was never able to enjoy a game on the Nintendo 3DS, as I mentioned recently, so I wouldn't mention that one. Uh, the GameCube? Get out of town. W- what was good on the GameCube? Who cares? You could do the Switch if you want to. I don't know. Do whatever the you Nintendo want. The Nintendo Wii U? Wii U sucks. Nintendo 64? Who cares? Right? Yeah. And you got Ocarina of Time? Come on, Jerry. We've already got most of the ones that I like, dude. Okay. So you're done? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Do you think I was excited to add the Atari 2600? Just put some on here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, In I'm, retrospect, uh, 21 may have been too many. Nah. If it were my list of 21, we'd be talking about the Loopy. We'd be talking about the PCFX just because uh, I think the weird ones are really fun. That is not how this list has gone, though. It's not how this list has gone. Certainly I'm just saying, 
you know, there's ways to there's ways. This to, is we'll a very to a like to add game things. spot list. I'm very disappointed <laughs> in us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon, do you want? Can I can I defer mine until uh, a moment from now? Can I have a moment? Sure. Okay. Do you want me to do one? You can do your. You've clearly got a couple. Go for it, Jerry. Yeah, I got a couple. I mean, the, I don't know if I want to put the loopy on here because I don't think it's top twenty-one. So I'm not gonna. Uh, who cares about um, the it's, loopy? It's gonna turn up in into a GameSpot list in the end. But the the point is the discussion more than the list itself. So anyway, uh, correct. The next two that I had in mind are ones alternately Frank and Tim have said that they would not like to have on this list. <laughs> oh, Apple too. Um, Great. Yeah, it's Apple too. No, uh, I'm gonna put the Game Boy Advance on here. I'm oh, I'm gonna do a Nintendo console for the first time ever. Huh. Um, and it's uh, got Car Battler Joe. It's got Car Battler Joe. Ninja Five O. It's got Ninja Five O. And uh, Aria of Sorrow. It's got Aria of Sorrow. It has um, Summon Knight Swordcraft Story One and Two. It has uh, yeah, it's got three entire Symphony of the Nights on it. It's got that Metroid <laughs> Fusion. It's got uh, that Metroid Fusion that I never played and don't really intend to. It's got uh, Onimusha Tactics. Onimusha Tactics is tight, bro. Just a bunch of weird nonsense. It's It's got all these weird 3D games that exist for some reason. Just like pushed the boundaries of the hardware unnecessarily, some might say. It's got uh, Smashing Drive. That game's not very good on it's there. It's got Astro Boy, uh, Guardian Heroes Advance, oh, yeah. Gunstar Heroes Advance. Yep, and has those, that's for sure. It's got Drill Dozer. Oh, D-Doze, yeah, I like that one. Uh, the two best WarioWare games? Yeah. WarioWare. It's a Wii. It's got the best Rhythm Tengoku game on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe maybe Rhythm Tengoku is one of the two best WarioWare games. Maybe I had that. Anyway. Mm. Maybe, I think it's the best WarioWare game, yeah, to I be think honest. That's, that, I think that's correct. I also enjoy almost, or maybe every form factor that they came out with for it. Like I think the original has its certain charm. I think the the uh, the flipping um, SP flipping <laughs> is good. The flipping SP. I like the the goddamn the micro GBA micro mini micro. You want to talk about optometric nightmares? Yeah, right there. I was a... able to see that one. I looked right at it. I played the entirety of uh, Onimusha Tactics on that guy. A lot of good, lot of good pixel art here. A lot of good pixel art in there. A lot of, uh, I don't know. Like I, I just was thinking of games that I enjoyed on that system that that I didn't think would get uh, brought up, and I remembered that uh, Orbital Media was kind of a neat developer. They made Racing Gears Advance, which is a really good car combat game, and Scourge mm-hmm. Hive, which is kind of a Metroid ripoff thing, but it's pretty cool. It has really good art. I don't know. That's just stuff that people like made on this system for some reason, and. There's so much to explore because it was so popular, probably because of Pokemon. People made things on it. They tried stuff. That's that's a theme that we've been going for. The Catwoman game on the GBA is, you know, it's some licensed nonsense. Oh, that game's but, bonkers. This game's bonkers, dude. But the movement and jumping around in that game and the way that you can actually see what's going on as you're jumping across isometric rooftops is pretty legitimately impressive to me. Like... Divorced from the animation or whatever, the movement of the character and being able to move through the space is uh, pretty delightful for something that is, you know, trying to grapple with 3D in 2D space. And you you wouldn't expect the Catwoman Game Boy Advance game to have to have something like that. Uh, and there, there's a pretty good Azumanga Dio game on there. It's a very strange card matching game that I enjoy. Anyway pretty good while it has onimusha tactics it does not have wild arms xf that's true 
<laughs> so that's kind of a point against it, to be perfectly honest. I actually, I actually prefer Onimusha Tactics to Wild Arms XF. That's I'm it. just kidding. They're they're both good games. Let's deal with okay. it. They're both good games. And I and I like it. I, I was I half joked about this earlier, and it's something that I did in our offline episode. Um, so probably didn't hear this, but something I don't like about the Game Boy Advance is no, I heard it. Oh, you did listen to this. Okay. Yeah, I listened but to I, it. I'll repeat it briefly, which is that um, this is a system where it's like really low cost dev, meaning low budget games, meaning, and, and we're in like the internet era uh, where we're on like Windows computers. So a lot of these games are just like really ugly drop in assets, like scanned photos and things like that. And yeah, there's and bad on, stuff. On average, Game Boy Advance games are pretty hideous if you're like me and you channel surf mm-hmm. on an EverDrive sort of thing. But mm. great games on there otherwise. And, and the highs I mean, are very high. Highs are very high. And it's uh, you know, it, it's probably better than something like the Wii in terms of like average game. I'd say. That Mario Kart Advance is pretty hideous. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some of some of some of the big games are hideous. Yeah. Mar- Mario Kart Advance, I think, is a really gross looking game. Yeah. Uh, where do we put it? Heck. I didn't think that far ahead. I'd put it above <laughs> the Game Boy. And below the PSP? And below the PSP. Yeah, that's fair. I'm good with that. Um, I would like to make one addition. Can we make it the Game Boy Advance SP? I don't. Why? It's just a family of systems. Yeah, it's just all <laughs> Come of them. On. I all think right, the regular enough. Game Boy Advance, uh, for my dollar, uh, the regular Game Boy Advance has the best form factor, build quality. The all buttons right. are nice. I like that regular, that regu. If we were going to get real specific, I would have said the Wonder Swan Swan Crystal, but it, I don't think it's necessary. That's no fine. Swan to. Crystal's legit, dude. Back yeah. to you, Tim. Back to me. I still, you know, I didn't really, uh, <laughs> didn't really have too much of a think about it. No, I, I didn't have either. like one. I have like one console left. Do do your do your. I big called boy. up what big boy. The big boy. I I, I I would like to save it for my last contribution. Okay. I mean, I still have to go again after you. So like, you gotta go. I'm just gonna name a couple more consoles. I'm not gonna name because okay. this is gonna help. Not gonna name the PlayStation Four. Who okay. cares? Yeah. Who cares? Is not right. gonna name the PlayStation Five. Who cares? No. There's, what, there's like two games on there? Half a game? Maybe six. Really? Nintendo Wii? What, you know, what's the Nintendo Wii got? I don't know, Mario Galaxy? It's got one one Sandlot game that isn't on any other platform. Oh, yeah, Regan Lave? Yep. Yeah, I, I played the heck out of that game. I don't even know how you're supposed to pronounce that god darn name. Not going to PlayStation Vita? Who cares? Yeah. Neo Geo? Neo Geo CD? I kind of care about those. I, 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 yeah, I and those as you heard, I almost put them on there because uh, I love those, but... It is just, except for the Neo Geo CD, the Neo Geo is Neo just Geo a, CD kind of blows. It's just a home yeah. version of the arcade stuff, but Neo CD has a couple of original things on it. But the loading time is like, it's like go make yourself an entire sandwich and come back, and then five minutes later, maybe you can play a game. What about the 3DO? <laughs> More like the 3D blows. <laughs> I think the 3DO was a really interesting concept in that it was a hardware standard that other manufacturers could make at that. Mm-hmm. interesting concept share shame about the whole thing though <laughs> and uh again that's the windows computer so yeah fair enough we could just put the saturn on here a second time if you want <laughs> double uh, saturn. sega saturn 2 that's right i don't know how about the shoot the ti-89 calculator think play drug wars tim you want me to you want me to suggest some for you I mean, it's clear at this point to the listener, it is clear what my number one is, yeah, obviously. Uh, you, right. you said don't put the Game Gear on there, and I, I, was, I knew that you were baiting me to put the Game Gear on there, but uh, you could put the Game Gear on there. 
I hate to say this, the Game Gear is, is pretty bad. I think the Game Gear is pretty good because you, you, I mean, you also sort of get the Master System for free. I mean, I think you might as well put the Nintendo Switch on there. I'm going to do it. Go I'll say Nintendo. We got all these game yeah, Nintendo well. handouts. The Nintendo Switch is good. It had that Zelda. It had that Mario. They released a Zelda and a Mario in the same calendar year. I mean, that's not a bad deal, right? Like, they ended up making just bonkers of money. Yeah. Uh, Like, it's got all of your, like, so many independent developers were able to release their games on that store. I got, like, what, four or five games on there that I worked on? And just, you know, like, you've got Stardew Valley. You've got mm-hmm. Story of Seasons. You've got a, that's not an indie game, though. That's just a somewhat related to Stardew. But you got Hollow Knight was able to become popular on the Nintendo Switch. You've got game after game after game just released on this thing. The tantalizing prospect of being able to play it on the bus, on the toilet, on the train. Octopath Traveler, Bravely Default 2, Dragon Quest Eleven S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna the Golden Country, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive Edition, like, uh, those are all exclusives, right? Also, uh, it's pretty much the only place you can play Shin Megami Tensei Five right now. Shin Megami Tensei Five, the Mega Ten. Yep. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's locked on that Nintendo Switch, and I've previously toyed with the idea that it's just the best game console of all time. I don't, I, I don't really believe that. It's just a fun thing to say. It's meticulous. It's miraculous. Uh, again, I can see it without my glasses, which has got to stand for something of all the game consoles. On the other hand, my beautiful yellow Joy-Cons that I've loved since I got them, uh, the, one of them has started the drift, so I had to, had to throw it in the old trash. By which I mean I put it in the bucket of controllers that don't work. I feel like the uh, the real thing that holds the Switch back for me is it's it's irresponsible, in my opinion, to release a console with a controller that doesn't work uh, and still doesn't work, and you're still producing it not working. It's made of parts just sourced on the Chinese gray market in like 2008. I've replaced the Joy-Con bit in my controller set twice and it has returned to drifting after two months every time yeah that's absolutely bonkers it's just not cool and i know you can buy a pro controller we had a whole discussion about it before the show but yeah it's a, you know you shouldn't you shouldn't have to you know what i mean i agree that it's a good console i play games on it wherever it's it's just if if you only had the switch and you didn't have a pro controller you would not want to buy action games on it. And I find myself not playing action games on that platform because of it. But as a Wonder Swan fan, don't you love the fact that the D-pad is four separate buttons? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bingo! Nice. You can play Sonic Mania with that, dude. I did. You don't need no Joy-Cons. Well, actually, maybe it'll drift and ruin your yes, playing. It did that. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It, it sucks because the, uh, the drift can just like take over whatever you're doing. Anyway, I just gotta say, it's weird to play Xenoblade Chronicles on that thing, sitting in like a hospital, and you're just playing a a big old console. First of all, that Xenoblade Chronicles is like more AAA of an RPG than like anything any other RPG series is doing. I mean, I don't necessarily think the story's all that great or, or, or coherent, though it's just got these huge 
huge environments. It's just ridiculous how big and detailed and layered all these environments are. It's a little too much if you ask me. Unlock the camera and zoom out and position the camera wherever you want. It's it's all like you're almost like you're editing the scene. Zelda's on there. I don't know, man. So factoring in that uh, library and its inherent convenience, but also its hardware failings, where do we rank it on the list? I just want to quickly ask, do y'all's switches sound normal or do, do they? does the fan sound like it's uh, simultaneously airplane taking off and sputtering its last breath? Is that just mine? I don't really get too many airplane sounds oh, on man. mine. I, get, I, I, I think I just got a real bad batch. You might have a bum yeah, switch. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying this is some bragger. I, I literally haven't touched mine in years, so I don't know. <laughs> years. Owned. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't even own a TV. Where are we ranking this? <laughs> nice, dude. Oh, you're the coolest. <laughs> nice. I, I think it has less character than a lot of what's on this list. That's true. I think it's just a, That's true, you know, it's a portable, crappy computer that has some- It's better than the Atari 2600. That's true. That's uh, true. I think it's better than the Wonderswan. Uh, I'm waffling <gasps> on the Game Boys. I would put it below the Wonderswan, but if if you if I'm it great must go above, sure, it can. Sure. Okay. Although there is something hilarious about putting the the ZX Spectrum above the Switch. That's true. <laughs> Going to point that out. I don't think the ZX Spectrum uh, had its day, and it failed to impress. <laughs> All right, I think we're putting it below the Wonderswan, but above the ZX. Only because the ZX Spectrum just it smells like cigarettes. Like, whenever That's I think true. about it, I smell sick. It's time for our final round. Oh, my God. Heck, it's heck, the heck. ZX. Oh okay. Frank, you got to pick one more. Let's eke one more console out of you. There is only one console that has not been mentioned yet, and that's the Intellivision Amico. Right. Thank <laughs> you. That's right. Amico. It's Amico. Seriously, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm just kind of out of stuff. Like, so something that, that should be known about my brain is that I think anything from. 360 forward that's a computer to me that's just a yeah. more limited computer so yeah, like i, I have it. a hard time differentiating any of the systems in my head but i you know i don't there's nothing interesting about the gamecube to talk about mario sunshine dude switch was yeah. gonna be that's, my that's my a... next one but uh tim dunn oh, took LMAO. it yeah um, I heard you say, LMAO, dude you got owned uh i am tempted to just throw the wii out to see what happens i think that's sure. that's about the best i could do so I mean, it's interesting. We're just, it's interesting. We're just really Nintendifying this. Let's do it. Um, well, yeah, Nintendo makes distinct consoles. That's right. That's it. I mean, I I don't I don't know the difference between a PS3 and four. I really don't. Um, <sighs> or five, I guess. They just they just easier to easier to stream from a PS4. That's true, actually. <laughs> uh, well, actually, you just need to plug your PS3 into like virtually any HDMI <laughs> hub. Little tip for everybody. PS5 is exactly a PS4 with uh, better specs and a slightly different uh, UI. And a Dracula cow. Yeah, and and yeah. I and I understand that the parts are different between 3 and 4, etc. But again, I just they, they're just all just seem like crappy computers. When you're saying that they're all computers these days, I'm going to tell you what, Frank, we've been more lipstick than pig. For a long time now here yeah. in the video game industry. The, <laughs> the pig has been replaced by lipstick at this point many times over. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the PS5 is a pig with so much lipstick, the lipstick stores are uh, considering uh, legal action. It's lipstick with some ham in it. <laughs> <laughs> a ham a la lipstick. Uh, oh, no. Okay, so the the Nintendo Wii, the Wii. So the Wii, Wii has some interesting. It stuff. had Final Fantasy IV: The After Years on it. 
All right, yeah, sure. that's true. That's a thing. That's my joke it's about got the Castlevania Weaver. Adventure Rebirth. Yeah, so it's Adventure so, Rebirth. Okay, so hang on, let's backtrack. So let me talk. This is my nomination. Um, uh, go for it, Jerry. So I mean, you mentioned Mario Galaxy. I think fantastic game. Mario. I, uh, the second one probably really good. I've heard. I don't know. It's I much get better. To it. Um, it it had some interesting, unique stuff that I don't know that I would ever go back to. I'm thinking back to Virtual stuff I console, played. Dude. Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking about like, <laughs> you know, it, it was yeah. it was the system that allowed stuff like No More Heroes, which I probably wouldn't like now, but at least at the time, I was like, this is an interesting thing. Or like Mad World. I don't think mm-hmm. I'd ever play Mad World again for the rest of my life, but for some reason, that was a Wii game. Little King Story was yep. interesting. LKS. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was this virtual store right like for for digital games um i don't and and some interesting stuff happened i mean yes virtual console fine but we're not talking about emulation right so are we talking does official emulation count i think it does so that that's out but to uh i think brandon's point it had some interesting weird we wear stuff from real companies like like castlevania rebirth um i think there's a lot to say about this thing i I actually think that it's kind of neat that it is basically a gamecube again with 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 a couple extra parts on yeah. it i think there's there's something kind of cool about that yeah it is very neat uh, i think there's a there's a really good particular niche library of excellent insert credity stuff that you can make and i believe i've mostly made it which you know you opuna? got you got opuna you got fragile dreams you got pandora's tower pandora's tower uh you got yeah. reagan lave you got um love reagan lave bug island god darn weird survival nonsense from spike i just got i played the heck out of pandora's tower reagan lave xenoblade and uh, last story i really liked that particular yep final weird uh desperate uh let's try to make a hot jrpg there's a lost shadow i think the hudson weird thing mm-hmm. one of their last hurrahs uh before they got absorbed Ella bits it's not that great but it's 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 like i don't know Ella, yeah everyone was trying something they were like yeah. what can we do there were a lot of that marble failed. game there was like a marble tilting game mm-hmm. that we saw at an event that we both thought was kind of neat um Let's let's tap, dude. Yeah, let's tap is on there. The game where you put a Wiimote on a on, on a, a provided box. cardboard box. So good. That's uh, that's some ridiculousness. I mean, the game isn't very good, but it's good that they did it. Let's tap the Wii for our list. So yeah. I want to add something cool to it, which is that I think of all of the home systems from like that time forward, or, or even just starting from 360, like that era forward. I think this is the easiest one to quote unquote mod and just put all the games on a hard oh, drive. Yeah, that's true. Uh it's like <laughs> oh, yeah. super easy to just have a USB drive in the USB slot in the back of the switch and just put a giant library on there. It just it, and, the and all of them just work. It doesn't it's not like, you know, GameCube or PS2 or whatever where it, it gets kind of finicky. It's just it, it almost feels like it was made to be played off the hard drive. Mm. <laughs> Wee. All right, Is so it where are we putting the it? switch? No. Yeah, it's a good question. The Wii. Let's also not forget that uh, uh, Wii Sports, revolutionary. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the, the first time you have to first time grandma waggle played. the controller to swing your sword in The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, uh, meticulous. Blows your mind. It was beautiful. Like uh, the fact that it was Link was doing uh, exactly what my hands did, uh, slashing a sword in a huge wide arc and yelling, yeah. <laughs> Dragon Quest Swords was on there, dude. It was. The weirdest Dragon Quest game. By far, that would be on a list. Meticulous. So where do we put it? Below Wii the Switch? Resort. 
with the Wii Motion Plus, dude. I might even put it above the Wonder Swan for the hmm. for the quality it's got. For Dragon Quest Swords alone, yeah, good <laughs> good idea. I mean, I like the Wonder Swan a lot, obviously, but I'm I'm just trying to be reasonable. What are the rest of you? I thinking? mean, the question is, what is what is really what is Wonder Swan supposed to mean as a name? Is what you're wondering, right? Yeah, I'm a Wonder Swanning. So you said above the Wonder Swan. I did. I was being generous. Yeah, you to everybody. done said it. Now you got to pay the price. Man, it's... you got to pay the price, Jerry. <laughs> this list is so meaningless. <laughs> yeah, Frank, sure. where do you want to put it? Yeah, I agree. That's quite I wonderful. Agree. Above the wonderful. okay, Tim. What do you think? Put it above the swan. Okay. I say bury. I say bury the swan. We are in charge now, Tim. It's time for your last pick. Oh, my last pick. Well, this is my choice for the number one best video game console of all time. I've been sitting here for the last couple minutes with my phone in my hand, just typing the names of games for this console that I consider all-time greats. Yeah. And I've come up with the Wild Arms, Wild Arms 2, Lagnacure, Lagnacure Legend, Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, Tactics, Grandstream Saga, Brightest, Blaster Master, Blasting Again, Team Buddies, Jackie Chan, Stuntmaster, Arunama no Tsubasa, Velda Selba, Senki, Ghost in the Shell, Xena Warrior Princess, Jumping Flash, Jumping Flash 2, Chipoke Rarufu no Dai Bouken, Kaisoku Tenchi, Linda Cube again, LSD Dream Emulator, Tale of the Sun, My Wild Pure Simple Life, Aquanauts Holiday, Aquanauts Holiday 2, Kaze no Notamu, Boku no Natsuyasumi, Moon, the second best version of Tokimeki Memorial, Dragon Warrior 7, Persona, Persona 2. Uh, it's the PlayStation 1, man. The PlayStation 1's the best video game console ever, I say, after having sat here for like a year playing like one or two PlayStation 1 games every day. I didn't even list any of the weird ones that I discovered. Yeah, I was going to say there's that I'd a, never even heard of. Plenty before. of nonsense you could put on there like uh Xanax Anic. That's not that nonsense, but there's that uh something or other gear that I forget the name of, which is like a Oh, that's me- Metal Gear. Oh, Metal Gear. Guilty Gear. Uh, it's a it's a it's a metal 2D gear? action platformer with 3 3D fighting game bosses. Pretty pretty cool. I forget what it's called. God damn it. Sorry. Elemental Gear Bolt. Alundra. Alundra. Alundra 2, which is terrible. The Septentrion for PS1. Papa LaCroix. Papa LaCroix 2. Papa Log. Uh, London Seire Tantedon. I can just list games all day over here. Ape Escape, also known as Ape Escape. Uh, uh, Gran true. Turismo. Gran Turismo 2. Uh, Vagrant Story. Vandal Hearts. Alice in Cyberland. Alice in Cyberland, which I, I, I just about beat it, and then uh, something happened, I like unfortunately. That game. I, I really like that game. It's yeah. weird. Um, there's just so much on the PlayStation 1 that uh, I may or may not be going into an extreme amount of detail about elsewhere than here. Good luck! Uh, at some point in the near future, so well, who I w- knows? I will say that uh, in my personal list of uh, where I've got four ranked at the top for, for number one, uh, mm-hmm. for me, PlayStation One is number two, and uh, excellent. The re- revelation that I had recently is that I think I like the PlayStation One more than the PlayStation Two, and PlayStation Two is now number three on my list. Huh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I like the PlayStation One more than the PlayStation Two as well. I just think it is video game. Sui Coden, Sui Coden Two. Come on. How do you feel about the PS One, Frank? I miss that era, so I don't have like as it happened uh, feelings, but. When I did look back on it, I bought a PSIO, which is uh, the the earlier sort of SD card loader, and uh, mm-hmm. installed it on a PlayStation I got for seven bucks at a thrift store when one could still do that. And uh, my feeling exploring that library uh, was that uh, I hadn't realized that a lot of those games were 
they they just felt like really pumped up Super Nintendo games. Like it feels like the next Super Nintendo. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. the early days were sh- for sure. In the same way that like the Turbo Graphics was the next NES. I, I yeah, kind of, but and and I don't mean like the 2D stuff. I I even mean the 3D stuff. Like they still feel like Super Nintendo games to me. Like it still has that sort of uh th- that feeling yeah. to it. Um Legend of Lagaya perfectly has the texture of like a bad SNES JRPG, and I love it. And there, yeah, good and bad when I say Super Nintendo. Yeah, so I, I yeah. thought that was kind of interesting. Um, played through Symphony of the Night, played through Metal Gear Solid, whatever. Those are the classic games are great. Um, but yeah, those are good games. Was probably one of the first times that like very Japanese games got popular here. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's something so. to be said about that. It's really high up on my list of like I should sit down with this systems. Like it's it's that and like the MSX and maybe the Amiga are like my three like retirement systems, you know. We nice. like it for number 1? Number 1? No, I don't. Um I've got it. I think the PS2 is uh cooler than the PS1. So. I would Uh-oh. I would rearrange the list entirely, of course, as would we all. But um it, it is it is that situation again where a lot of all of none of my number ones are number one. <laughs> yeah. And my number two is what we're what we're voting on right now. So that makes it difficult. That's politics. Yeah, but I would <laughs> I would put it above I would put it above the Super Nintendo, that is for sure. Oh yeah. And I do I do like it better than the PS one myself. Or PS two? Yeah, I mean I, so the do PS2, I. Sorry. Uh but uh if <sighs> I'm I'm not gonna fight it if if yeah, yeah, I think if, if it two seems out like three, Brandon is there. the Brandon's the deciding vote here. Feels like. I'm, I'm going to tell you what. I played so many PS2 games last year, and uh, uh, I played so many PS1 games as well. And I, I don't want to go into too much detail about this because, again, I plan to do so uh, quite extensively somewhere else soon. Good luck! What, what divides the PS2 and the PS1 for me is the PS2 has a lot of games that feel like bad Xbox 360 games. <laughs> the, the the PS2 has a lot of games that feel like Xbox 360 games that did not figure out right analog stick camera movement yet. I think that's kind of what I was getting at earlier, where like the, the, the PS2 has the visual fidelity and the feeling of it. It feels like it should have gone gotten further and smoother, whereas the PS1 feels like indeed smoothing out the stuff of the of the last generation of course there was also a lot of nonsense on there but like frank you like you said the the next evolution of the super nintendo in terms of uh, like game design and thought pattern about video games it for me playing a playstation one game is is much more of an easy let's sit down and have fun with a game than uh, a ps2 game is i, I PS2 agree with game that. require requires me to recalibrate my brain too much because it's like you get a game that does have dual analog stick movement on the on the PS2, right? You're that has a right analog stick camera controls, and it's like the right and left is reversed, and the the up and down is reversed, and it's like nothing moves the way you want it to. There's no options to change it, and if you're playing on the original hardware, it's just you just got to commit to having sort of a bad time. Like there's little things. I mean, I, that's a really nitpicky example, though. On the PS1, you launch something like Mega Man Legends. Or Mega Man Legends 2, or Misadventures of Tron Bond, games that are not uh, the next level of a Super Nintendo game. They actually seem to be doing thing. something interesting with 3D space and just the the whole idea of being on a CD-ROM. It was just loaded up with horrible voice acting. You play games like that, I don't know, It's you're just pressing the shoulder buttons, and yeah, I feel like I'm having a good time. 
the shoulder buttons to rotate the camera. That's what I miss. All right. I miss the games where you use the shoulder buttons to rotate the camera. I think we got to put it at number one right now. Great. What it's looking like. Okay. Uh, Brandon, you have one more game. <laughs> this this could knock it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably... Console, what is it? Probably going to... So, you know... Commodore 64? I've been avoiding talking about this one, and it's funny that uh, in all the mentions of, like, what should I put up? This ridiculous console? Nobody even brought this up. <laughs> the Jaguar. So it's the Jaguar. Well, yeah. we were talking about real consoles when we were... <laughs> The yeah. Jaguar wasn't, uh, I never saw it in a store. I did, I did, but I saw it stacked real high and it was 50 bucks. The Jaguar, <laughs> uh, let's be straight, is bad. Um, the, uh-huh. <laughs> the Jaguar sucks, but I love Trevor it. Trevor McFur, um, though, dude. I think it's remarkable for just how how boneheaded it was to to like pretend it was a 64-bit, even when the Nintendo 64 was out. To pretend that the Jaguar was like, let's do the math. Oh yeah, do the math. And uh, Atari was such a mess. Like their their arcade and home console divisions had split, so you didn't even get like ports of Atari's still thriving arcade business on the Jaguar. Sometimes they had some deals where maybe they were going to do it. You got Primal Rage. That's about it. It's wild. Mm-hmm. You didn't you didn't get any big hits that were actually still coming out. Be, and the Jaguar could barely run them. But you got um, the version of Doom that id made by themselves upon which all future ports of Doom were made for the next 10 years. You got mm-hmm. my favorite Highlander CD game, which is oh, yeah, a dude. bizarre piece of crap that I love that has uh, six, three second ambient loops. As I music. like looking at it. I would never play it. For sure. You got a, you got the CD add-on that looks like it makes it look like a goddamn toilet bowl. Yeah, I love it. If if Twitter had existed back then, yeah, they, oh, yeah. they, they, they would have been, been slam dunking that. It's got the controller that's like five miles wide and has eight hundred buttons. You can call your grandpa with it. Hello. <laughs> it was like you know it was a really great idea. The uh, the inserts from the Intellivision that go over the the number pad. Let's do that. So they they yeah, they so brought that weird. back, but. It's also had a thriving homebrew community because Atari fans have brain poison. And uh, there are some decent kind of fun games on there. I think Alien vs. Predator is good. Yeah, it's a decent one. I like it. Those fighting games are all terrible, but I kind of like them anyway. Um, There's uh, Super Burnout, which is actually quite a good super scalar bike game, which is is really fun to play and has good music and has a good uh, ambiance and like real-time lighting changes it's not lighting changes it's just an animated background that changes from light to dark but it's cool you got power drive rally a really delightful top-down racing rally game very cute little chubby little cars Uh, Uh you can turn on your headlights and go beep beep and then it's got some stuff that looks real weird like club drive which is just flat shaded drive a car through a home but your car is like two inches tall and everything else is huge it's a huge mess of a, of a system oh man if they had put out that black ice white noise it would have changed everything that's it that was the one that was the first uh like grand theft auto 3 wouldn't have happened nope it would have been just that hmm. would have well, been playstation that. had motor tune grand prix and it also had grand theft auto one i guess i'll put it lower than playstation on the list then <laughs> you got Cybermorph on there, right? I was thinking yep. above ZX Spectrum. Uh, no, I think it should just be They're above. They're the same the, system to me. It, sh- it should be above the 2600 <laughs> and that's it. Oi, oi, gov. 
Yeah, I think it it's, would be wonderful to declare the Jaguar a better console than the 2600. Yeah, and that's the yeah. only declaration that's made. I'll admit I've opened up best game consoles of all time on Google, and I'm looking at lists on, like, IGN or whatever. Our list is definitely better than, uh, oh, good. like, an IGN list. It just looks like there's a British guy on staff at GameSpot, is what it looks like. <laughs> Boy, gov. Uh, here's what's going to happen. Uh, all three of you are going to revise this list privately and we're going to show how each of you would have rearranged the list on uh, patreon.com slash insert credit as an yeah. exclusive feature for our patrons not posting our real lists but revising this list yes is that what you're saying yeah, that's what i'm saying okay i'm just gonna say every list i looked at ranked uh, the 2600 uh higher than the jaguar so we're at least not mainstream nice. with regard to that so what I want you all to do is call out each of the numbers at once, and I will read the name of the console. Uh, where do we, okay. we want to start? Uh, we start with 21. Everybody 21. say 21. Ready? Okay. 21. 21. 21. The Atari 2600. 20. 20. 20. <laughs> the Atari Jaguar. 19. 19. 19. The Neo Geo Pocket Color. 18. 18. 18. The ZX Spectrum. 17. 17. The Nintendo Switch. 16. 16. The Wonder Swan. 15. 15. The Nintendo Wii. 14. 14. The Game Boy. 13. 13. 13. <laughs> the Game Boy Advance. 12. 12. 12. The Sony PlayStation Portable. 11. 11. The Windows Personal Computer. 10. 10. Saturn, the best. The Sega Saturn. 9. 9. Nine. <laughs> the Sega Dreamcast. NES. 8. Eight. Eight. The Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System. No, Brandon. Sorry. Seven. I was reading things. Seven. <laughs> the Personal Computer Engine. Nice. Six. Six. The Nintendo Dual Screen. Five. Five. The Xbox 360. Four. The number Four. of death Four. and thus the coolest number. <laughs> the Sega Genesis. Three. Three. The Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Two. Two. The Sony PlayStation 2. And coming um, in at number one. What? Number one with a bullet. The Sony PlayStation. And that was our console also, episode. With the, first of all, the PlayStation did have Tecmo's Deception on it. So that should be that should appeal to... I mean, now that we think about it, it is yeah. a good choice. Fra right? Frank, I, I want to uh, just say another mm -hmm. thing about mm -hmm. the, the, the Windows PC thing. Mm-hmm. The reason I don't think it belongs on the list, though I shouldn't, I didn't want to veto it, is like, it's, it's if we were discussing, as if we were discussing what are the best streaming services, and we were ranking those, and then you were like, torrents. People don't make software exclusively for torrents. Like, there are That's many, true. many exclusive Windows games. And yeah. most of the games that people love on the Switch originally were on the PC and run way better there. Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, dude, right? Well, that's why the Switch is lower. But uh, it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's like, it feels against the spirit of console. But there are many games that run on this thing. Only on this thing. True. Many, many. Well, <sighs> what if we just say Windows Windows PC is just it's a tough PCs one. in general. All, all computers that also do other stuff. Well, does that include the Commodore 64? It doesn't include the Spectrum because it's also on the list. I'm saying it's a very specific standard, the Windows PC. Yeah, what I mean, I'm I agree with you. I think the Windows PC is legit, and I honestly think that someone can uh, go down to Micro Center or whatever and build themselves 
a Windows PC for gaming and have something slightly more capable than like a PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the graphics cards are hard to get. Okay, maybe here's my other problem with it. We don't want to put the Series X because that encapsulates all of Xbox and it's not really fair. No, I think We're, the Series I, X is uh, Xbox One. We established that during the show. Yeah. But the, three, but the 360, you can also play 360 games, most of them on there. I don't know. But I feel like for, for Windows can't PC, like Saga on there. You, you can play Windows Bullet 95 Witch. and Windows 98 and Windows 3X games on Windows PC, but, but they're like emulated and things. Or, and, or DOS games. It, it feels like there there should be some breakdown and it shouldn't just get to be the entirety of Windows. I, I didn't say DOS. I said Windows like like DirectX, basically. Yeah, Windows yeah. isn't DOS, okay. Jerry. All Windows right. ain't no DOS, mate. Uh, what if we just said Steam? I don't know. Sure. Yeah, if it were the Steam Deck, I would have felt more comfortable. You could just say Steam and then Steam Deck is a little PC you can plug in. And then you can kind of huh. just say, I don't actually know anyone who who fits this description, though I'm sure this person exists. A guy who went down to the computer store and asked them to build him a PC just so he could play The Witcher. And then he ended up <laughs> buying a bunch of other stuff on Steam. There's got to be a guy like that, right? Sure. Yeah. There's got to be. I mean, I, again, I don't personally know anyone like that. Though there's got to be a guy who has a computer at work and doesn't need a computer at home. Maybe he's got a Chromebook, but he built a PC so he could play PC games on it. I mean, that's close to me. Like, my pc at home that is close right i will occasionally just like noodle around on the internet or whatever but we built a pc to play games for games on our tv and it sits below the tv we don't use it for anything else other than like i said i happen to be on a computer i might as well use this browser here instead of my phone like that's the only other function of it. there's like effectively no philosophical difference between nope. it and a, a game console none it is a game we we bought this as a game console to play games yes so in other words, we come to yet another moment where we must say, Brandon, if it was you, you would know. Okay? <laughs> if it was you, you would know. If you had a hot PC, you'd know. You would be using it for work. And then uh, when the night had fallen and your weed was ready to be smoked and your business was done and you turned on a video game, you'd go, this is not the computer I was using hours ago. This is uh, something else. This is a game console, is what you would say to yourself. Maybe I'll find out someday if, if if a PC can be a game console. Right now, it is philosophically different to me, but... Uh, and I'm sure yeah. that'll be reflected on your list as it appears on uh, patreon.com slash insert credit. It'll still be above the 2600. Oh, come <laughs> So I just want to say, here at the... Can I do a, a recommendation here at the end of the show? This whole show is recommendations, but okay. No, 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 it's not. This whole show is not a recommendation. I mean, PlayStation 1 as a recommendation, what does that mean? You can't play it on any of the modern consoles. What if I told you there are, there are people out there on the internet that you can email and talk to who can set you up with, for example, a PlayStation that has an X station that allows you to load games on an SD card and a, placed a PS1 digital that allows you to output your video games at 1080p. Right. What if I told you there's people like that? Well, I have recently, this is not a paid promotion. This is just, I have recently had a bunch of work done. I'm not talking about at the dentist. I have had a PlayStation 1, Sega Saturn, a PlayStation 2, and a Dreamcast all lovingly refurbished and outfitted with the most excellent, excellent technology that the modern world affords by a, a person by the name of Crystal Lee, who runs a company called Sound Retro Co. You go to soundretro.co, 
She will do excellent work. Nintendo 64 as well. I had a Nintendo 64 and 64 Digital uh, done up. So I have a god darn 1080p Nintendo 64. You made the dog, dog can... barks in Nintendo 64. The dog loves the Nintendo cool 64. With that. I have all of the good Nintendo 64 games on my flash cartridge. Nintendo that's, 64, uh, the console for That's dogs. hybrid heaven and sin and punishment. I also uh, own uh, a Mr., which uh, if you go to MrAddons.com, you can purchase a pre-configured Mr., I bought one of those last year, and I feel like it's one of the most fantastic purchases of my life. It is not emulation, it is replication. Just so perfectly recreates the video games uh, that it blows my mind. And they've got PlayStation on there now. Did you see this, Frank? Oh, yeah. they got PlayStation yeah, on there it's now. It's not done. And uh, it doesn't have audio 100% yet, but it's getting there. Uh, I tested it out myself just the other day. It's, uh, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, can you play Jaguar games on there? I haven't checked, but I think you can. I don't think I, you can. I don't think so. I don't think there's a Jaguar um, emulator at all. That's another reason. There to put are emulators. It exists, but there, there, oh, there's an emulator. They don't I've really work enough. very well, right? I don't know if anyone knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nobody really cares. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I did play Doom on Jaguar on a Jaguar emulator, and it was, uh, it was a uh, nice. So it was pretty good to play that. I mean, I played Ninja Five O on my TV. I'll tell you what. Uh, optometric nightmare in the hands 77 inches in the i don't know how to rhyme i don't know what to rhyme that with though having that on my on my pc or not on my pc on my giant tv quite exciting and exquisite mr add-ons.com if you want to get a mister it's just an incredible thing to own do you have one frank uh, i have for several years uh i have not oh yeah yeah i know you do the software in a long time uh it's a little oh, yeah. daunting to set up the, the software but, oh yeah um it's a little bit of a, I, I deal with Adobe Premiere about 16 hours a day. So I just kind of, I kind of love working on the mister, you know, getting to sliding on a skateboard underneath it, <laughs> which is a joke about how it's, it's very, very small. I just bought another one for the office. So I'm going to have to dive in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you, if you update one, you might as well, exactly. uh, you'll be, you'll be fresh off the updating, update the other. Well, and the other thing too, is if you're like me and you got a CRT still around, it just spits oh, yeah. straight out to that as well. Put it on that, put it on your HDMI. Yep. Uh, put it on whatever you want. Put it out to multiple things at the same time. I want to back up the suggestion of soundretro.co because uh, uh, Crystal Lee is a friend of mine. She's actually in the our Discord as well, the Video Game History Foundation Discord. And she's often posting about her hardware mod work, not in an advertising way. She's just sort of like knowledge sharing and, and showing her processes oh, as yeah. she goes. And uh, she is awesome and, and has a lot of attention to detail. And uh, uh, she's definitely where I will go next time I need something like that. Yeah, she's good. My only downside is uh, East Coast, so no, Crystal Lee is for... in Seattle. No, she's, she's in, Seattle? in Seattle. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, looks like I'm. Yeah, an so idiot. I mean, I, I'm I'm doing business <laughs> cross country. Uh, I I mean, I'm in this position where I I kind of need to have a lot of video games available for me to play at, at any given second, right? I need to. I might need to play a PlayStation Two game real quick or what have you. Um, and I was like, I got to get the highest quality stuff. You know, I want to play it on the real hardware and I want it to look good and I want it to perform well. Just such a paraphernalia thing to to get all this stuff uh, hooked up and get all the parts purchased and all of that. So dealing with Crystal Lee, who uh, just uh, handles it all for me, is quite wonderful. Yeah, it's nice. Excellent. Excellent process. I, I should get a Nintendo Wii as well. Um, do they mod up Nintendo Wiis? Is there, uh, there is HDMA mod for I a Wii? I believe there is now, yeah. No, it's a modification of the GameCube Wii mod, is my understanding. Oh, neat. Um, oh, that makes sense. I don't believe anyone's done it for PS2 yet, which is 
kind of mm. kind of remarkable. There's a PS2 digital supposedly coming out right. uh, this year. Well, and I and I hope that someone redoes the optical drive emulation, so because we're just still using the old piracy methods that don't work with every game. So. Yeah, I'm uh, I've got the PS2, but I'm on I'm on standby for when they've got some sort of a you know I mean I'll I'll be upgrading as I go along. Brandon, I'll have you know that I've got a uh, I have a this is cool Saturn. Do you know that this is cool Saturn? Of course I do. It's the gray skeleton one that came with the Derby 2000 or whatever it was. That's, that's my Saturn, baby. That's my Saturn. That's a good one. I'm going to add on. Yeah, to, I'm going to uh, modify. My personal favorite Saturn. I'm modify Tim's recommendations here. Uh, I recommend oh, go most it. of that, if you're into that. For Wii and GameCube, I think there is no reason not to use Dolphin at this point. Dolphin is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, Dolphin is just, I mean, it is, uh, it just runs laps around any other uh, emulator at this point. Like, it, it's basically perfect. And if you want to play a, a GameCube or a Wii game, It'll just give you the 4K if you want it. It'll just like run in 60K if you want it. It just makes the the Wii and GameCube basically a PC game, and uh, it, it it's totally it's wonderful. And there's and the bug like if you read the bug reports and the fixing, it's just like they're scraping it like nothing at this point. Like they it it's it's essentially perfect. And a system like like those doesn't inherently have the same issues that something like a uh, like a sega genesis for example would have in in that you're not dealing strictly with like converting pure analog input to digital etc like it, they, these are digital systems like so it you know you're not as concerned with things like input lag or whatever on those so yeah dolphin all the way for those two if you want to play them love dolphin and i'll add one more little recommendation which is if you are going to play a genesis pc engine nes game uh try it on composite, try using the mm-hmm. crappiest cables you got on your CRT. On a CRT, yeah, do CRT not specific. Do composite on your flat screen. No, don't do com- composite on anything other than any uh, CRT because it looks worse than anything. Or see, or do composite through a good scaler like Mike Chi's uh, RetroTink series. I've got the RetroTink 5X, and I'm loving every yeah. minute of or it. Or like Retro Stink. No, it's good. I'm just kidding. I think a lot of people probably know this, but a lot of games were. You know, again, I talked earlier about the canvas of games, right? Like, and how how Mm -hmm. I like to think about that a lot. And that's a big one is that a lot of these earlier games, not all of them, it really comes down to the artists and where what they're in their working environment. But a lot of them were drawn on composite televisions and take advantage of them on purpose. Yeah. So you know, consider it. Oh yeah. While while I'm here, I'd also like to shout out uh, Bob at Retro RGB, Mm -hmm. who is the one who. Uh, facilitated my uh, construction of a PlayStation 1 with the X-Station and PS1 digital mods, with which I just earlier today played a whole bunch of R4 Ridge Racer Type 4 with my Neji Cone controller. It's a pretty good one. The only way to play. Love that game. Love that controller. I've got some recommendations to round this out. Hmm. Are you going to recommend Cyber Sled, which can also be played with the Neji Cone, but is very bad? You took the words right out of my mouth. I absolutely was going to recommend that bad game. But I would also recommend that if you're listening to this show on any platform where you can subscribe to or review podcasts, that you engage with us in that way, no matter where we ranked it. Uh, You could also go to patreon.com slash insert credit where you could become a patron to submit your own topics, listen to monthly bonus episodes, and get other exclusive content like Tim and Brandon and Frank's version of this very list. You can also join us on forums.insertcredit.com and follow us on Twitter for our own personal updates and projects. 
The show is at insert credit. I'm at Alex Jaffe. Frank is at Frank Safaldi. Tim is at 108. And Brandon is at Necrosofty. This show is edited by Esper Quinn <laughs> with music by Kurt Feldman. Once more, I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Safaldi. Well, I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And have a good night. Whoa. And is that our well, sign off? Is that the new sign? It might not be nighttime <laughs> for them. They might be listening um, in the morning. Uh, you're only allowed to listen to this episode at night. Uh, if you listen to this episode during the day, it will be night by the time you finish. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. It's nighttime somewhere. And it's nighttime somewhere. My yeah. elementary knowledge of astronomy tells me it is nighttime somewhere on this earth. Yeah. I'll tell you what does suck, though, is this <laughs> earth. That Pearl S. Buck was quite wrong. It is not a good earth. Uh, it is uh, It is a trash earth. It's not the earth's fault. I think the earth's okay. No, it's all this us. planet blows. This planet's a failure. It's not the planet's fault. Oh, <laughs> what?